He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. What am I talking about? What? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? All right, I'm sorry, you all, we're gonna need a minute. Senator, Penny. Somebody else have a question? Please speak up. I'm, I'm Drew Berquist, I think. This is my show. That was Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell stroking out again during a live Q&A session. Really uncomfortable to watch. Know what's more uncomfortable? He makes decisions. He makes laws for us. He determines how your taxpayer dollars are spent and again i'm not picking on old people and celebrating strokes or whatever the hell just happened there again i love the question are you gonna run in 26 bro come on joker's not making it to 26 and then his assistant is going does anybody else have any more questions and it's like he's catatonic right he the, I, I can sort of empathize with him because he looks like I do after eating an edible and a half hour later it kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that's that's the example I was going to use too, uh, for sure. But it, it really, I mean, it, it really is. It's we we talk about him, now him with these these moments and and so many of these other folks and and I get yelled at all the time. I get hate mail. You're picking on old people. I'm not. I'm picking on Mitch McConnell. I'm picking on people who are making decisions for our country, supposed to be in these these key key positions like he is. I, that's the issue. You, you should not be there. You, you're clearly not capable of it. You haven't been in a long, long time, not to mention all the corruption that goes along with you and your Chinese wife and all this. It's, it's, it's just you're, you're not in, in a position anymore where you should be doing this. You should be in a nursing home. You're probably not going to make it to 2026. That's it. That's that. That's how we do this. By the way, we had some hot wings before the show today, <laughs> and my mouth is like salivating. It's not that wet from the hurricane. It's just wet from the wings. Um, but, but that, but that's it, right? I mean, this is this is. It is sad that people get to that stage. It's going to happen to me and to you. It's probably going to happen to me really damn soon. Uh, I feel like I'm on that trajectory. But, but when that time comes. You don't play senator anymore. You don't play radio or show host anymore. You 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 go to a different stage of your life. It's it's just sad that it's happening, but it's it's not necessarily as sad. I'm not saying it's as sad for him as it is for our country. Because we we are the ones getting absolutely run over by all this stuff. He reminds me, remember when Dick Clark had the stroke and then came back like a year later to host New Year's that Eve? That was the worst, bro. <laughs> Dude, that was awful. I know. That's what this reminds me of. It's just like, come on, man. Exit stage right. 
and be done with it. You know, you've had a long career and uh, mainly a forgettable career, but just just go. And like you said, it's like you feel bad for because you don't want to come across as being an ageist making fun of somebody who's old. But as far as I'm concerned, if you're in the public eye and your health is deteriorating and you're as loathsome as he is and you still want to be in the public eye, fair game. Tough. Yeah, Yeah, fair game. Well, and it's not just ages. I mean, look, I mean, we, we're the same way with Fetterman. You know, we've picked on Fetterman. We still pick on Fetterman. Fetterman shouldn't be a senator, and he's, you know, him or his mustache double. I don't know how old either of them are, but, like, they're not Mitch McConnell's age. They haven't been around forever. It, 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 it's just, it comes down to are you cognitively capable of doing your job? And when the answer is abundantly clear that it's no – that's a problem. I don't care what the age is. It, d- it doesn't matter at all. But <clears throat> we had to share that because that was today. And I can't wait to see how people try to spin that. And then like last time, I'm sure they'll find another shot later where he's walking in the hallway. I'm good. I'm good. I got sandbagged. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is what he said, isn't it? He said that last time. Uh, okay. If that's what you call it, they both start with S. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. That's that's what's going on there. By the way, it's super windy here. May lose power at some point during the show. We're hoping not to. It's actually been a a day that's not gone the way that we thought it would. It's It's been much better weather-wise here in the northeast part of the state than everyone anticipated. Uh, but we'll see. So if that does happen, we apologize. We cannot stop natural disasters from, from happening. It's We're working on it. It's just not something we can do as this is my show yet. Uh, stand by for more on that. But... We got a lot to get to. We got Biden. We're going to go to Biden, who used a lot, a lot of different pseudonyms, a lot of different times for emails and different communication. All that we found out through the National Archives due to a FOIA request. Uh, So we'll talk about that. Trump saying he won't be in prison. Trump also celebrated his COVID policies. We'll kind of we're going to we're going to we're going to pick on that a little bit, but we're going to talk about the prison stuff. We're going to talk about Judge Chutkin came out today and. All right, not today, but there was there's information about how she was comparing Jan 6 to the Boston Marathon bombing. There's Tucker Carlson who's saying that he thinks that Trump's going to be assassinated. We got a lot of Trump stuff to talk through and, and kind of wade through today. Ukraine continues to target Russia. Another kamikaze drone attack last night. Certainly not simmering things down. It's not it's not cooling off over there at all. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about the hurricane. You got Zelensky sticking with the Ukraine Russia stuff saying that he's not going to do the election unless we give him $5 billion, <laughs> which is par for the course. We'll, we'll talk about all that. we got a lot to get to today, folks. We'll get to you guys as well in X Spaces. Plenty of things to, to, to discuss. Um, we've, got a new sh- we've got a new short that we can show you today at some point, too. So there's, there's tons we're going to get to. Before we do all that, though, guys, this Biden administration is wreaking havoc on our economy. They're telling you that Bidenomics is working. We all know that they are not the economy is in tatters your your savings are in tatters people's the job market's in tatters but when it comes to your savings please be smart get ahead of this don't don't be fooled by all the stupid rhetoric that's going on out there with how things are getting better the dollar keeps getting weakened with bricks growing the dollar's going down there's lots of reasons and beyond that there's digital currency that's being rolled out phased in started on on July 1st with Fed now this administration's doing everything they can 
to screw over as many people as they can. So be smart. Call my friends at American Alternative Assets. You can call 833-287-2465. Get yourself a free wealth protection guide and protect your money today. You can see that on the screen. You can also go to Protect from Biden. Guys, it's, it's, there's, it's, it's totally legal on the up and up. There's a, a legal tax loophole, in fact, that benefits you in a big way if you do this. So give them a call or go to protectfrombiden.com. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into to this new Biden news. And I, I almost don't even like talking about this, if I'm being honest, because we just know, we know so much already about the Biden crime family, right? There's so much information out there. But their, their whole influence, you know, peddling syndicate or whatever we want to call it, is becoming more and more obvious, which with each and every data dump that happens, such as the one that just happened here. And... It's becoming clear, I think, for most people out there, even the most hardcore communists, even people that aren't on our side of the political aisle or political landscape are like, okay, this is getting bad. Like, every other day, there's a new dump. And the latest one is from the National Archives, who just admitted that they had in their possession at least 5,400 emails and documents suggesting Joe Biden used a pseudonym during his tenure as vice president. The acknowledgement came after a FOIA request by the Southeastern Legal Foundation, and the records included pseudonyms such as Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, J.R.B. Ware, among others. Over 5,000 emails using fake names. That's, that's the gravity of this situation. I'm going to come back to those names, by the way. We're going to choose which one's the best for the question of the day. So... Remind me that we'll, we'll come back to those. But 5,000-plus 5, emails, fake names. And, and still, despite this coming out, despite this being with the National Archives, despite, despite all the information, <clears throat> excuse me, with, with the Biden crime family, the left, the media, who's turned on Joe to the slightest extent, but not nearly enough, there's, there, it's crickets, man. It's cr there's, there's no discussion about this. They're just literally looking the other way, which is what they always do when someone on their team is busted for corruption. Yeah, yeah, we're just not going to talk about that. <laughs> it's just very strange to me that the vice president of the United States is using fake names. People who, used fake, who use fake names are people who cheat on their spouses and spies and people who are in sort of some sort of criminal enterprise. Those are the three people who use fake names. So yeah. whichever whichever category fits for Joe, I think he, he goes in there. Well, you're not you're not. Yeah, you're not. If you're, if you're peddling influence, you want to use the, the position and the title and your good name. Right. If, if you're if you're doing that. Unless you're doing something nefarious and, and trying to cover it up, which is obviously the case of what's happening here. Because like you said, yeah, I, look, I've had a lot of fake names. I was an intelligence officer. That was the gig. That was, that was your job. The vice, the vice president, Joe Biden, doesn't need any other names. A nickname from a friend at best, which probably has something to do with sniffing or smelling people. But you don't need a pseudonym if you're trying to flex as someone who is the vice president of the United States, now president of the United States, you just you just don't have to. So you're covering something up. You're covering something 100 percent. So the nickname that Hunter gave Joe as Peto Peter makes sense now that there's a Robert L. Peters. Maybe as a pseudonym. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you could make that connection. I mean, and that's that's obviously us speculating, but that's that I mean. Oh, I'm making that connection. It, it makes sense. I mean, I know you. I mean, it, make, it makes sense. So who knows what they're going to do with this? Because they're looking the other way. Again, no big deal. Oh, it's just he just used a pseudonym. There's nothing wrong with using a fake name, a pseudonym. Like, well, but again, it depends on the context of the situation and what we're talking about here. When we're talking about a bunch of deals that have been unearthed using the power of the of the position and the Biden family name, then it becomes kind of something that we should address. It's 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 just a different deal. But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if they do. I mean, it it kind of seems like maybe they could with all of this stuff move on from him, but it's not it kind of seems like like they won't. I mean, if you're if you're if you're being smart, as soon as they have any kind of a backup plan in place, Joe will be pushed out quicker than a Puerto Rican woman giving birth to her child. But I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, the only way that Joe's going to get pushed out is like you're saying, if there is a legitimate backup ready to go and swinging a bat in the on-deck circle. Other than that, the media is just going to turn their back. They're not going to report on any of this. They're just going to keep propping Joe up and propping the regime up because nothing frightens them more than the prospect of Trump becoming the president again. Yeah. And so they will do, I mean, to me, it it almost feels like the fix is already in. It it, it seems like everything is lining up like it did in 2020. uh, And they're learning from their mistakes of the past. Yeah. And part of learning from the mistakes from the past is we hid Joe in the basement. It was fine. We gave him cover. He was able to get, you know, installed into the White House. So let's do the same plan this go around as well. Yeah. No, I I think you're right. And it does feel that way. And it's not what people want to hear. But I think most of us deep down have that that sentiment or that feeling in there. Like, we know how this is going to go in 2024. And it's not how we want it to go in 2024. That's not to say stop pushing and fighting for 24. Not at all. No, no one's saying that. But you see how committed these people are to having things go their way. You see how committed they were in 2020. You see everything they've done since in, in the in the in-between years there with COVID and so many other things. And you not only see what they're doing with Trump. We're going to talk a lot of the Trump stuff, you know, in the second hour today. But you not only see what they're doing there, but you see some of the opportunities that they have kind of floating in, in, in the wings, right, ahead of the election. Obviously, there's all the talk of COVID coming back. We've got a war that shockingly has not escalated into a hot war yet, but could any second, and you know that they want it to, as freak, freaked up as that is, that you, you know they want that. Big D.C. permanent Washington wants that for sure. So there's so many things that they can do to continue to push that. I was reading an article this morning. We've all heard this scenario, but it was the eventually they're going to try and force the war and try and rally people around Joe and have Joe be the unifier. It's America versus the world. I just, again, I don't think that that's, that's the America that we have anymore, which is a miscalculation on their part. It'll work to an extent, but I, I mean, if, if nine 11 happened tomorrow, we wouldn't rally like we did before. There's just no way we hate each other. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. It's <laughs> not comfortable, it, but but we don't like each other. We're we're just a very tribal tribal nation. But let's do this. Let's get to question of the day, and we're going to go back to Joe Biden's names. 
which is your favorite pseudonym for Joe Biden? You can say the big guy, too, which is not one of his pseudonyms, per se, but a nickname. Or it's Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, or J.R.B. Ware. Keeping it in the, the, the fictitious Ware family circle there. Again, Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, or J.R.B. Ware. Let us know. Uh, J.R.B. Ware kind of sounds like maybe in the 80s wrestling name. Yeah, like Coco Beware. Like Coco Beware. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just kind of, I feel like Gene Okerlund needs to be saying <laughs> that and then talking to him behind the scenes. But <clears throat> send in your response. We'll, we'll get to ours as well. We're going to take a break. We'll get to the question of the day. I see that some people have microphones. If you guys have some comments or questions, we can get into that too. And then we'll continue this discussion about Biden. And eventually we will get into the Trump stuff as well. Stay with us. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage, and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. Beautiful day on the old weights. All right, Cisco, go ahead and open up. 
Are you sure this is going to be okay? Bro, it's totally fine. Now open up. And four. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Where are my scripts? Oh, right. Here we go. Scripts. Awesome. Thank you. Play through. Going for the green right now, and ah! Disco, it's okay. They're just baby teeth. Welcome back. Question of the day was which of Joe Biden's newly released uh, pseudonyms, I was about to say synonyms, that's <laughs> pseudonyms are, is your favorite? Robin Ware, Robert L. Peters, or J.R. Beware. Or again, if you want to throw something else in there, you, you certainly could. Umbrella Echo just came up with, with, with some originals shitbag asshole <laughs> carolyn said jr beware ginger jr beware robert l peters because he's such a dick says barb i like that umbrella is then going back and changing to robert l peters because of barb's dick comment uh jr beware says debbie um <clears throat> who else jr beware lots of jr bewares what are you going with Tom, J.R. Beware is such a layup because it's Joseph Robinette Biden Ware. I'm trying to figure out where the where is because that one, that last name keeps coming up. I'm sure that there's some significance to it, like the Robin, Robinette, right? Robin Ware. It, it's all there's a pattern here. So I'm just kind of yeah. During the commercial break, was going through. Joe's bio and trying to figure out where where comes from. But I will go with um, J.R. Beware because that does sound like a wrestler where it would be J-A-Y-J-R, like junior, and then Beware. Be a great wrestler name. Be a great wrestler name. Yeah, I feel like I kind of talked myself into that earlier, and then you're kind of talking me into that <laughs> now a little bit too. I don't know. Robert L. Peters is kind of interesting. Robin Ware, very gay, but also maybe kind of fitting for him. Reminds me of Robin Masters from Magnum P.I. Yeah. Was he really Higgins? Or was Higgins Robin Masters? <laughs> we, we need, we need we'll, 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 we'll try and fit that into C Block today. Uh, I'll go JRB Ware just again because it sounds like a wrestling name. You guys keep talking about it. Send uh, your responses in. Please hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. Give us a follow if you're on X Spaces. Uh, it's the ugly bald mug there, Drew Berquist, who's in there as a listener. I forgot to to take a co-host spot today. That's on me. But um, we're glad you're here wherever you are. And I see that we've got some mics up there. So if we've got some some folks, Shell, we can um, by all means let's let's toss it to some folks and let's get some conversation going. All right, we've got Gen X. I like beware because beware of pedo Joe. I'm just saying. There you go. <laughs> yes. I like that too, Gen X. That's a good one. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. All right. What else we got? Any other answers on the question? Commentary about Biden, his pseudonyms. 
him showering with his daughter. I mean, what you, we can go anywhere here. We're not going to get too graphic on that one. How his son died in Iraq. Yeah. That's always one of my favorites. Yeah. Well, it's always brought up. That's for <laughs> damn sure. It's for damn sure. Um, <clears throat> but let us know. if you, Shell, I'm going to let you kind of drive and dictate as people are there, um, just because I can't see all of the things at once. Um, but... But let us know if people do. You can you can always interrupt and 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 jump in uh, for sure. But let's 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 just talk for a second about how disappointing here it here not bad in West Florida. How disappointing this day. We we were like all ready for like kind of like a little hurricane party at the studio. I get, we've got tons of booze. We're all set to start filming outside, like the the people from the Weather Channel with all the wind blowing, and it just never material. Yeah, we were gonna do some some bits, all sorts of stuff, and it's just kind of a a normal day. I know. I had a see through rain suit I was gonna wear. I was unaware of this <laughs> until just now. So, uh, interesting though. Here's the one interesting thing. So our we're at a marina. And for a lot of reasons, mostly selfish reasons, but we're at a marina and right before the show, this dude pulls up and it is in, in fairness, it is really windy here. It's definitely not a boating day. It's the most empty this place has ever been since we got here. And the dude pulls up with a truck and we're always concerned with who's pulling up here. You know, my old training kicks in and, and we've got, we've, we've got a lot of reasons that people hate us. So dude pulls up, <clears throat> gets out, seems to really struggle with the locking mechanism on his vehicle. But then he pulls out a big ass, like a seven pound or whatever bag of ice <laughs> and a novel. And then he heads to the slips. He heads to the docks. Like, what, are, what are you doing? I feel like you're missing a couple pieces here. I don't know. That, that's somebody who really doesn't like his wife, that he's going to go out during tropical storm conditions, grab a bag of ice to have some little bit of rum and read a book out on out on a boat that right now it's windy. And there's also a chop like in the little lagoon area where the marina is located. So it's not going to be that comfortable sitting on your boat being jostled around like that. So obviously yeah. he's not getting along with whoever he lives. No, with. that's true. That's true. And that's kind of sad. You don't want to see that. You, you know, hopefully you love your spouse and, and aren't running away into a storm just to be, just to be away from them. It's funny that you brought up early on how we'd like to look out into the parking lot. And I didn't realize that you look out there out of a sense of your former job and a bit of paranoia where I look out there to try and, and make up backstories of everybody that I see out there and why they're here at the marina. <laughs> very, yes, very different. Although I have heard some of them and I do, I do like... <laughs> where you're going with that and where, where you have gone with that. Barb says, be careful what you wish for, Drew. No, for sure. And and to be clear, we've got some B-roll. I mean, let's show some of the B-roll from from the, the Gulf Coast of Florida because lots of storm surges. Here's Horseshoe Beach where, where it went on. Um, and let's just turn it down, Disco, if it's not. But, I mean, I mean, there there's some significant storm surge there. Obviously, that one's right there on the coast. But... But there's a lot of water going into there. A lot of water even went into Tampa, Sarasota, uh, Sarasota, uh, Fort Myers, Clearwater, all kind of all those those areas. Actually, I don't know if about Fort Myers, but Clearwater it definitely did. And then up into that bend where it's actually pretty rural up there. So in terms of 
being a bigger population uh, or hitting a bigger population, that wasn't the case, which is good. I, I haven't heard all the reports there, but it seems like the power outages have actually been pretty phenomenal. A lot of the hundreds of thousands went out, but a lot of them are already back up. I'm sure there's more going down. I'm sure there's some into the central part of the state and into Georgia. And I promise we're not going to talk weather the whole time here, <laughs> but but it is it's it's a big thing happening. I mean, that's a lot of water right there on the screen. That's that's a lot of freaking water, a lot of damage being done from that. But you know my favorite part? <clears throat> because we're in Florida. So you're going to have Florida man rear his head, right? <laughs> I was going to say ugly head, but it's not ugly. We, we cherish and celebrate Florida man. Sometimes Florida man does questionable things. Yes. He's very resourceful and a lot of times misunderstood. <laughs> yes. That's a great way to say it. Great way to say it. So you've got a CNN anchor. You may be seeing this on social, but you've got a CNN anchor in Tampa which, which got, I think, like a four-foot or whatever, four, five, six-foot surge. You know, thankfully, it wasn't awful there, but, but definitely got a lot, of, a lot of extra water. So you've got a CNN anchor out there, and then <laughs> these kids, these dudes, just, well, just play the clip. I love it. Now, they're clearly doing it for the for the for the exact response that we're giving them right now. And for those of you who are in the spaces or listening to the podcast or in your car or wherever the case might be. <clears throat> excuse me, you've got you've got a reporter standing, you know, almost knee deep water and then out of out of frame comes two young men on some inflatables <laughs> with a paddle just going past them. Uh, with some stuff on there, it just was—it was great. And then, I love that one guy. He's wearing like that Vietnamese mama son uh, farming hat. Did you notice that? Let's pull that. Can we get a still of that back, Disco? Yes, that's wait, that wait is till it goes down. <laughs> the wind's blowing it right there. Well, I think it's actually just like a. Uh, a a beach hat that maybe is well I, I, that's what i thought too but then when when as soon as he goes or keep going keep going and the hat settles back down like right oh there. no you're right it's a hundred percent what you saw in platoon uh or yes. if, if you were you know fighting in that war that's what you saw um yeah you're right absolutely absolutely is well you just again you can you can always count on florida man to do some interesting things, particularly during the storm, uh, which which we've seen here, and 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 hopefully as it continues, it's kind of hauled ass through the state. Like it's gone pretty fast. And yeah, I think it's in Georgia now. Isn't down, it? Yeah, it's in Georgia, and it's been downgrading obviously as it, as it goes over land. So ho hopefully, people are safe out there. Not trying to minimize damage done on the Gulf Coast by any stretch. We just thought we were going to get a lot more here with the outer bands, and we just totally totally kind of were missed by them um and we've got a lot of booze to drink we have a lot of booze. so what are you gonna do you're gonna drink it um <clears throat> you're gonna drink it so Kamala, kamala was lying uh again let's squeeze i have a couple of random things i want to just squeeze in here before we get to the trump stuff but 
she she was talking to and i don't know who she's talking to here if i'm being honest but she's talking to someone here and she just did what they they're so good at doing lied again about the so-called don't say gay bill and 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 went on this little diatribe right here you look at things like don't say gay laws that are punishing people for being who they are and loving who they love absolutely I like how that woman that, that was the interviewer was just sitting there going, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the, that's that that was honestly the only reason I, I, I even played this short little clip is obviously everything Cam Cam says is completely ridiculous and stupid. But you're, you're bringing up the old don't say gay bill, which, of course, did not say don't say gay, was not about any of that stuff, was not hateful towards the LGBT community whatsoever. It had to do with our kids and it had to do with our tender age kids. More specifically, something is, is remarkable that we can't agree on as a nation. Uh, should we should we show Johnny that little that that little booklet on anal or this like? No, we shouldn't. I think we should. Like I don't know Bigot. how. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're so wrong for for trying to protect our kids, which is part of the reason we're never going to really get this thing back on track, is we can't agree on some really simple principles. But that the the reason I played it is. She has said this before. Others have said this before. She said it again there. And you have people in the media who are just like, yeah, yeah, you go, girl. Preach it. Get after those bigots, those Republicans, those fascists. And, and the whole thing is literally a lie. There's not even an, a, a, an ounce of truth to it. But, but the way that they do this and how they just turn a blind eye to it, shake their head and nod, or, or in some cases, if you're really lucky— they don't necessarily verbally do anything, but they move on to the next question. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's, it's ludicrous that this is, that this is where we are and that they're prote protecting it. Protect a political discussion, a candidate, if you're going to. We know how jaded and biased you are. But when it comes to this, you're, you're, you're siding with a complete and total lie and you're siding with exposing our children to, literally in some cases, to the most nasty, inappropriate stuff possible, something that they're not ready to see, hear, or discuss. Right. It, but this is a strategy on the Democrats' part of what they're trying to do. It, you've noticed the, the amount of pluses that are that are after the LGBTQ, you know, plus, 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 plus. They need all those pluses in there because they need more aggrieved groups. And so they're trying to broaden those pluses as much as possible. So when you have these aggrieved groups, you can come in, swoop in and say, look, we're here to protect you from the mean old people over on the right. So you being part of our group, we've got your back. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to to force this narrative that there's some somehow this trans genocide happening and words are violence and, and the trans community needs to be protected by Democrats. This is all just a play and to make people feel like that there is this war against their particular group that that is, is underrepresented underrepresented and they need the power of the fellow gov government to protect them. Yeah, well you got to have the victim oppressor stuff going on at all times so you can feel this stuff 100 100%. Shell, do we um I look, James, it looks like James has a microphone. James, do you have something for us? Do you have a question? Comment?
I, I would just say, I think you guys are doing an amazing job on this show. And, uh, you know, it, 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 these people always are going to twist reality because it serves their political purposes. I think we all know that. And I think that, uh, you know, all we can do is the best job we can do to illustrate that to our audiences to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And I think you guys do a fantastic job doing that. Well, I appreciate it, James. I appreciate you saying that and appreciate you being here and, and chiming in and, and folks make sure you check out everything he's doing at pirate radio. Um, we try, we try to have fun. Uh, the one thing you guys miss in spaces, you know, spaces is new to us. We love Q and a, we love engagement. We love having folks come in. The one thing you guys miss is, is all of our silly videos, uh, to try and cut <laughs> into the serious stuff that we talk about on a daily basis. Uh, so you'll just have to go check them out elsewhere uh, because you you hear randomness going on and it, it's absolutely randomness, but it's it's better if you can see it. Um, but let's do this. Let's let's hey, squeeze Drew? it. Go ahead. Hey, Drew. Yeah. Hey, uh, we had the live link here on Twitter for uh, Red Voice Media right here in our nest or uh, now newly called the X hole. Uh, if everybody wants to get, watch, just uh, let everybody know that you can just jump in there and watch the live video. I love it. All right. That's an awesome uh, announcement. And thanks for, for referencing that shell and sharing that. Do, are we calling it the X hole or did they call it the X hole? <laughs> Well, um, it, it's been dubbed the X-Hole by AC Truth, and it's catching on, and uh, I'm loving it. I love it, too. I, it's It sounds dirty. It's a little naughty. It's on point with our show, and yeah. AC, AC spoke on the show yesterday, so I like it even more, the X-Hole. X-Hole's got to be a T-shirt. 100%. <laughs> you know what? We've got a T-shirt machine. We can, we can do this. We can do this, people. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, stick with us. We've got a lot of Trump stuff. There's stuff that keeps getting added to the stuff we were going to talk about with Trump. So we'll talk about that. We want to get you guys' feedback and weigh in on it as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. 
supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. Let's carry on, shall we? And I hope we're, let's, we're going to get into some Trump stuff now. And there's going to be some good. There's going to be some bad. That's just life. That's just, that's just reality. And I hope he's right in this with, with the clip that we're about to play here. But, but Trump, I mean, Trump's one of the few people. There's a, lot, there's a growing list of people uh, who, who think differently here. But he, he thinks he's not going to jail, which I hope he doesn't. God, I hope he doesn't. But here, here's how he described it, discussed this particular thing with Glenn Beck, saying how he's not going to go to prison. Let's play the clip and then we'll discuss it. And in, I believe, American history, the former president of the United States, uh, President Donald Trump. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Well, thank you, Glenn. I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. You're probably right about that. I, I, Sadly, the most personal. Yeah, thing. you are. I've never a, heard it put quite as succinctly, but uh, it's probably true. So let me ask you, you know, you've seen the deep state. We now all know what you saw was true and deeper than I think any of us knew. They've weaponized everything. They are serious about trying to put you in prison. Can I ask, will you and can you run a campaign from a jail cell? Well, I don't think that's ever happening. We have a great case. Uh, every case is a scam. Uh, this is just like Russia, Russia, Russia. Remember, I was going to be guilty with Russia, Russia, Russia. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, with 18 radical Democrats and Bob Mueller, the Mueller report said there was no collusion. Everyone yeah. had a heart attack. And uh, then they started Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Then they started lying on Pfizer reports. Uh, these are bad people. These are sick people. And now uh, we're... We have the biggest lead I've ever had. Uh, mm -hmm. The debate, I actually went up after the debate, as you know. We did your your friend Tucker's uh, interview, yes. and he had 261 million people, which is an all-time record. Yeah. So when you say, uh, like, I didn't do a debate, I actually didn't do a debate, but I had 261 million people listening versus 11 million, which mm -hmm. they had, which was one of the lowest-rated debates. So. Uh, I went up uh, fairly substantially after that, and I think the uh, fake indictment that they did in Georgia was uh, yeah. very helpful. And then they 
insisted on a mugshot, and somehow it turned out to be very iconic. You know, I have to tell you, I, I don't know how you uh, how you do it every day. I really don't. I, I, I would have lost my mind a long time ago. You said in, in 2016, you know, uh, lock her up. And then when you became president, you said, we don't do that in America. That's just not the right thing to do. That's what yeah, they're well, doing. Do you regret not locking her up? And if you're president again, will you lock people up? Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, the answer is you have no choice because they're doing it to us. I always had such great respect for the office of the president, the presidency, and uh, but the office of the president. And I never hit Biden as hard as I could have. And then I heard he was trying to indict me, and it was him that was doing it. You yes. know, I don't think he's sharp enough to think about much. But <laughs> he was there, and he was probably the one given the order. But he was, you know, hard to believe that he even thinks about that because he's, he's gone. But— uh, then I said, well. Okay, so it, we, we we cut it off there. It was a long clip. You can go listen to the whole thing. Glenn's voice really is pretty nice. Oh, he he yeah. can have some some interesting views and takes that I disagree with. I used to work for him, and I, that, that that's not a hit on him. It's just we all have different views and opinions. But he's got a nice voice. Very nice Not going to lie. Not going to lie. Radio Hall of Fame right there. Yeah. But t- to the interview— there was lots of criticism. There still is lots of criticism of Trump for not doing as much to the deep state for, you know, to, you know, for not actually draining the swamp while he was there. And and some of those things I'm critical of, too, because I think more could have been done. I don't think as much could have been done as what people wanted just because of how the system works. And I think people have got to understand. I mean, you walk into that and they kind of touch on it a little bit there. You walk into that. You've got that's the definition of having a fire hose in your mouth. You're 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 being overexposed, just inundated with a ton of information, and the whole thing is broken, right? It's broken. The system is rigged, it's rigged against you, and you don't have any friends. So it's hard to accomplish stuff there. I I, I think there's fairness in people saying not enough was done to drain the swamp. You should have gone after Hillary, all those things. I think there's fair points in all of that, but it's also not that easy. You're you're walking in. You're on an island, and what 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 can you really do on your own? And that is the biggest problem we face as a country. By the way, is you could have the best candidate ever. You, it could be Trump. It could be whoever you think the best candidate is, and they're, they they can't do. I, Anna Paulina is a great friend. She's a fireball brand, whatever the the term is. Goes up there, so smart, lays into people, loves this country. But she's one person. She's one person. Eli's great. Eli's a good friend. One person. The president is we we learned what we really learned is not just how bad things are then, but how little power that one particular role and person actually has. It's it's a different game. It's a different game. So so all that to say, <clears throat> let's get to the to the prison part here. He says they have a great, great case. We have great, you know, the, the cases are BS. We have great legal help, and it's not going to go anywhere because they're all bullshit. And they are. There's not literally of the 91 charges, one that I've seen that doesn't reek of bullshit. The only problem with that is, is it doesn't matter what he or we or his defense team thinks is bullshit or not bullshit because of how committed the other side is 
to to look right past bullshit and and do do whatever they're going to do to make sure they get things done and have it be the way that they want things to be which by the way is making sure trump never holds office again so and i think he gets that and he knows that but but that but that's that's part of the thing here it's like okay well slow down there man like i know you think you have a good case you do if this was a fair world a fair country you 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 put this on paper you go to court you put it before a judge you're going to win. You're going to be vindicated. You're going to be free. And then what happens happens with the election and we, and we move on. But that's not the world we live in. That's, that's how I look at it. I, I, to me, I, I hope that he doesn't. I hope he's saying that to encourage people because you, you, you can't just literally piss on their heads every day with the, the negative news that's out there, which we try not to do, but it's, just, it's also tough. So I hope that there's some of that that's just trying to encourage and, and – motivate people to stay in it because we do got to stay in it but at the same time i hope he doesn't believe that i hope he doesn't believe that it just is going to be this versus this and which is ever the the most correct and fair wins yeah i have to hand it to trump he is probably the most optimistic person (laughs) that i've ever seen in my life who's in the position that he's in where the whole system is working against him to try and shove him into prison for perceived crimes what 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 has been laid out at least in georgia is just all perception it's trying to read in to tweets into text messages into emails trying to find some kind of a way that you could use a word and try try and you know shoehorn in some sort of like grand cabal uh, a plan to take over the government, which isn't there. Right it, it, now, every now that you start piecing everything together, you're everybody's beginning to see more and more what a trap was set on January sixth. Because going into this, they knew they the deep state already knew that Trump wasn't going to win re-election. They had to prevent him from ever seeking another office, seeking the presidency again. So that's why they had to shoot that. That's why the January 6th was a setup. That's why you had, you know, um, what, uh, Capitol police opening doors for people, escorting people in, yeah, taking selfies with them. There were some provocateurs in there who we all saw, you know, uh, fighting with uh, the Capitol police, but those were plants. And I keep going back to this because if any of those people, and I'm sure there was one or two who've gone gone to court, but if any of those people who are in those videos were on trial, the media would be all over it saying, this is Bob Smith. Look what Bob was doing during the insurrection. Right. They would link a person to those actions. Everybody who did the most destruction there is their videos never linked to anybody who's on trial. That, to me, also shows that the fix was in on that one, that it was it was a trap that everybody walked into. Yeah. No, it absolutely was. They had to do that. They knew that. And, and, and again, kudos, man. Democrats, you sick sons of bitches. You're clever. You play the long game. Our side doesn't. You're playing the long game, <clears throat> and I hope you don't win. And, and in the end, I, you, I don't think you do, but, but as it pertains to what we're experiencing right now in the next— 12 plus months but you had to have that you had to have the ability to tie a narrative and a case to the ability 
to take someone off the ballot based on the 14th Amendment, Section Section 3. And that's just, there's, there's other ways they can do it, too, because here's the deal. Most Americans are stupid. Most Americans don't care about the Constitution. The left certainly doesn't. They, they can get people to agree to do things just on emotion alone. They did it with their impeachments. There was nothing there on the impeachments. It was just fire it through as fast as you can, sling a bunch of mud, get it in the headlines, make him look bad, and then vote. And then we'll figure out later whether we made the right decision or not. So you can get people to go <clears throat> just, just based on emotion alone, too. But my concern with this is this particular one, Georgia, ridiculous. The alleged rape case, ridiculous. So many of the things, the Florida one, ridiculous. But the January 6th one is the one that we have all been concerned about, should be concerned about. It's, it's March 5th, right? The trial's been set for March 5th. They were talking different dates. Seemed like Georgia was going to actually be March 5th. Then they made, they made the D.C. one March 5th. But you've got Chutkin, the judge there, who's, again, been someone who went above and beyond sentencing for January 6th people. On her own accord, yep, that's not enough. I'm going to go ahead and make this worse for them. It's now, you know, come out. It's been, it's been clear that during a, a hearing earlier this week compared compared uh, the events of January 6th, which, again, were not an insurrection. Good day for our country? No, not a good day for our country, but not an insurrection. Compared it to the, the, the Boston Marathon bombing. We've heard there's no comparison. There's no comparison. The the deep state plant that actually planted fake bombs, both at the Republican headquarters and the Democrat head headquarters, has never been caught. No. <laughs> the, the the most surveilled city in the United States with tons of footage. Oh, and by the way, our cameras just didn't happen happen to be working that day that the bomber was there. Oh, you know what? Out of all the cell phones that are in that area, we couldn't triangulate his for some reason. Right. It, it was it's just well, weird. And not only that, not only could you not, you know, geolocate, triangulate his phone and all of that kind of stuff. You you <laughs> we didn't need to geolocate, you knew where it was, but you you had multiple angles of that spot and it just happened to be down on the one angle when he was there and you could have identified him <laughs> that both the cameras were working and then just for a small blip they weren't it went all freaking oceans 11 on us and and things got changed and it wasn't that way but i just i bring up the chutkin thing and then bishop's got his hand up so we're going to go to bishop here in a second but i bring up the chutkin thing to just reiterate he thinks they have great cases, great rebuttals to these charges. I don't know that it matters. You've got a judge who hates you. And a jury that hates you. A jury in D.C. who hates you. So it's, <clears throat> it's it, we, got, we got to come back to reality here. I hope he's right. I, because here's the deal. Our country hates each other. We're fractured. All those things. If, if they actually go through with this, which I think they will, and they imprison a former president and political opponent who is running for office again, God help us. Right. It is not going to be good. And, and, and if you're a Democrat listening to the podcast, watching the show, if you're in one of the spaces, wherever, you've got to see that. You've got to see how bad this would be for everyone if it happens. Vote for whoever you want. You could be a Bernie Sanders guy for all I care. I know he's not running, but you could be... I hope AOC runs one day. You're, you could be that dumb. Please see how bad this would be for the country. 
and and somehow remarkably because they just want that instant satisfaction i want it it's all about me 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 right now i've been told he's bad i don't even know why he's bad but i've been told he's bad so i'm going to say he's bad and i'm going to say i hope that they put him in prison forever orange man bad and they have no forethought to see what comes next not good bishop what do you got friend well, I was going to say the uh, the, the common uh, the, the attendant uh, attention span for 2023 is 8.25 seconds. So the Trump derangement syndrome, they're probably having some sort of exhaustion because I mean it's two impeachments, four indictments, and as soon as they hear Trump, they were like, I don't want to hear. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, where's the left at with all of this? I mean, so like. But what, we could probably prescribe the same medicine that Mitch McConnell's on. I mean, there must be some sort of strong muscle. There. They need to really, they need to really time that before he goes up to the election. They but do. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I wonder where they're at. You, you wonder where more the left is at than than the right, the the folks on the right with TDS, or or the folks on the left. No, I'm saying the left, the ones yeah. that are just the ones that will come and just piss and snipe shit in your uh, in your uh, in your post, you know. Um, but I, I I just I, I don't understand four indictments, two impeachments. Where, where are they at? I mean, they they got to just given up. I don't think they will though. I don't. Th- I mean, I mean, do you, Tom? I just don't think they give up until they get that next headline and they get that end result. Yeah, because I, I, they're that committed, right? They're the, these people. I, I worked in counterterrorism my whole adult life until I somehow landed in media, and I still have no fucking clue how this happened. But these these people on the left in our country, who are, by the way, much of a bigger threat to all of us, as we all know, than any extremist that I fought and killed overseas, to any big state actor, any of that stuff. But they have the same ideology of a jihadist. It's remarkable. It's remarkable, one, how divided and tribal our country is, similar to all the countries I served in. But it's it's crazy how people, public figures in our own country are really no different than a freaking ISIS or Al-Qaeda terrorist because they're that committed to the mission. And, and in this case, the mission is obviously, first and foremost, usher communism into our country. And, and have this Marxist revolution that we're all experiencing so many elements of. But it's also, it goes beyond that, because to get to that, to, to really be successful with that, you got to take Trump out. That cannot happen. You've got to just piss in the Cheerios of all the American people and say, yeah, your vote, your opinion, what you like, what you don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can picture the rock saying it doesn't matter. Uh, but because that's that's how they, they, they want that experience for you. They, they want division. And then eventually they're going to come for other stuff because they've got to disarm you and they've got to do some other stuff. But but they have to have that. And that is their mind. Their mindset is uh, you'd think that they would grow tired of it. But instead, they're committed to it. And what's happening is there's people on the right who are growing tired of it. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so sick of this. Right. You probably know some. I'm just so sick of this. I just want to move on. I'll vote for anyone else. Just, just make it stop. Just make it stop. And, and that's that's where I think we are. That's where I think they are. Yeah, the Democrats are totally there. For them, they have a mission. They see the destination of what they want, and they're going after it. They can feel this Marxist revolution taking over. They can feel victory. They can sense it, and they're doing everything they can to push the ball across the goal line at this point. This is what 
Obama, uh, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama both said about the fundamental transformation of the United States. They're almost there, and they need, if they can get Trump in jail, and also this Chudkin judge, I know she's supposed to be a judge and impartial. She's not. Just imagine if this trial were happening and Adam Schiff was the judge or Cori Bush was the judge. That's how partisan this woman is, who's the judge, Chuckin. Right. She, she has no fairness bone in her entire body. For her, it's all about the party and protecting the party. And by protecting the party, she's got to do, she's got to pull her weight by imprisoning your political rivals. Yeah. That's how she sees this. This is an ideological war for her. And to think that she's going to be impartial. It's just, it's not reading, it's not, you're not reading the room. It's not reality. It's, 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 the, I think the people who see that, or don't see that, rather, it's, I don't want that to be the case. Right. And there's a lot of people on the right, there's a lot of people in, in any category for that matter, but a lot of people who, you see them get mad about stuff, and it's like, okay, I understand why you're mad, because what we're talking about should enrage you, but you've also got to see what's likely what's happening and what's likely to happen. You know, all those things, there's, there's gotta be some reality. There's gotta be points where the emotion is dropped and there's, there's an actual discussion there about that. Uh, stealth, stealth virologist is here. has got a mic. Do, do you have something for us? And by the way, we're glad you're here. Hey, good. Thank you so much. I'm glad I'm here too. A couple of quick things. Um, uh, Glenn Greenwald was interviewed yesterday, and he was asked if what was worse, uh, you know, Obamagate over Watergate, and clearly Obamagate was. And if you go in, into any of the history between Trump and Obama and, and that little history, you know, at, at first sight, you would think, oh, this is like, you know, you know, vindictive, and this was the reason why Trump, you know, chose to ran was because of those comments. Um, he's been wanting to run for years. I mean, he's had the same talking points for over 25 years. Doesn't matter, you know, what he labeled as himself as. Um, but he was always a patriot of America, you know, a, you know, a son of immigrants as well, you know, and, and whatever you say, the man's a builder and he's a businessman. And I think for years we've wanted that. Uh, I, I've said it for years that I wanted somebody like that um, to kind of strategically reform America. I think we're at a breaking point right now um, because of the lawfare that's going on in Project 65. These are things that I don't understand why on the right, we don't have these types of meetings, you know, and say, okay, whatever they're doing, we either need to emulate it or do one better. And I don't know what it's gonna take. Do we have to hire some of the, you know, left-wing consultants and think tank <laughs> people, you know, to make our strategy over again? But I know one thing about America. Um, I don't think Americans are stupid. What I think has happened is you have uneducated and uninformed. And even if you're a single mother or you're a single dad or whatever it is, you need to be teaching your children about politics and history and, and what's currently going on without scaring them too much um, so that they are able to have critical thinking so that they're able to say, no, what I'm seeing on TV is not accurate. Most people now, most women get their news from you know uh, Instagram. Right. So that whole population of women that has completely begun, uh, been uneducated unless they're, unless they're on the left, and the women on the left are looking at um, these Marxist um, individuals who are all grandfathers and fathers of some of these judges and DAs that are now, you know, exhibiting lawfare against um, Trump and, and any of his surrogates or anybody involved uh, with proving that there was significant voter fraud as well. Um, but I, I think that there are very smart, intelligent people. I think they're very quiet. They're very concerned. And 
and in most people, 99% of people need to experience extreme pain before they'll make a radical shift or change. There's 1% of the population that don't need to experience pain. They can learn from their elders, they can learn from history, and they're able to look into the future and see where we're going. And those are the people like speaking like yourselves or us on spaces or like James or, or Bishop, where we have that foresight. I call us the one percenters. We're the stoic. We see what's coming. We've seen from the past. We don't need to experience more pain in order to have change. So there's there's got to be a point where the individuals that, you know, like you're acquainting them like stupid, they're basically... Um, blinding themselves to the reality of what's coming both from a financial perspective nobody's talking about finances right now because yeah. we're talking about the trump cases fi financial world is about to implode and maybe that would be a breaking point i, I don't know but i know whatever we're doing we're educating one person at a time i think is the most important thing and none of the lockdown stuff you have any questions around that or the virus or the vaccine nonsense that they're about to push out or the masking you can ask me anytime um, but that's all a distraction to what's what's what we should really focus on is this lawfare. Um, thanks. Yeah, no. Well, thank you. A uh, 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 host of great points there. I think you're absolutely right. And I and I think and, and and I mischaracterize it sometimes, too, when I say stupid. I do think we have a lot of dumb Americans um, who don't understand what's really going on. I think a lot of them on the other side, I think the folks on our side who who are hurting us. And I, and I do think, I think we collectively we talked about this. I think it was yesterday, Tom, but you know, but we have a lot lately. We have collectively brought all this on ourselves because it's, and it's, and, and now yes, we're awake. We're the one percenters as, as you would say. And, and we do, we've got to, it's gotta be like, 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 like a, like ministry or missionary where you just are trying to change a person at a time. And that does start to ripple and, and have a big effect. And we've got to look at it that way. Cause we didn't get to this point overnight, This, this, the way that our country is now. It's not going to change overnight either, so we've got to take some small wins and be happy with them. But I think that the way that we got here and why we're here now and still are struggling to kind of alert, activate, awaken, whatever term you want to use on our side, uh, is is just like you said. I totally agree with you. It's they They aren't necessarily dumb people. They just don't know all the details and or it hasn't affected them yet. And and so they're not quite there yet. Like, yes, I can see that Biden's a bad president. I can see that there's some concerns with the economy, but like, oh, well, we're just going to keep going. Hasn't hit us too hard yet at our at our residence. Uh, so we're going to keep plugging ahead. And those people are dangerous, as we all know, because you, you have your head down and, and there, those are also the people going back to some of the Trump stuff who buy in automatically to Trump is bad. Oh, well, everyone's saying he's bad. I just don't want to really get into it. So I'm just going to go along with this. There's a lot of people who just go along with things and it really crushes us as a country. And it's such a simple thing because deep down, there's a lot of them. Are, I, I know so many friends, even here in Jacksonville, great people. Oh, I don't get into politics. I think that and they, they, they list out their mainstream talking points. It's like, yeah, but you're smarter than that. Like, I know you are, and I know if it affected you or if it was all on the line and you had to choose a side, you would choose our side. Just choose our side now because it's time. It is time to choose sides. There are clearly sides in America now, and you got to choose the right one. So it's tricky. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's where they are. You made a ton of, of, of awesome points, though, and, and, and really appreciate it. But, I'll, I'll, Tom, if you have something, I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah, I have a lot of conversations with people who are like, you sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm waiting for whatever you're telling me is going to happen to happen, and it's not happening. But my reaction is, it is happening. 
but it's not is ha- it's not happening. It, it, you're not getting pounded over the head with it. Where you're like, whoa, that just happened. It's just it, it's a leaky faucet. You just go through all the big things that we're we're witnessing right now, especially the border. That that story has gone away. It's like now we've everyone has accepted that we have an open border and we don't have an immigration process. We're just letting people flood in and there's no orderly fashion into coming into the United States anymore unless you're flying in and then you're heavily screened upon entry. But if you're walking in, fuck it, go through, whatever. It that that whole issue for a lot of people has gone by the wayside. Yeah. Just look at cities. Look at cities in blue enclaves. We talk about it all the time. The, the the crime there is out of control. Everything that the Democrats touch turns to shit. Everything. And we're seeing that now. And for a lot of people, they're just ignoring it because it's not happening in their backyard. Oh, well, you know, I, I just I don't see what you're talking about. You kind of sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist. But then you start checking down the list how much is gas well it's gone down 10 cents well it went up a dollar 50 when the vegetable took over so <laughs> if it, it two dollars is now four dollars and you're grateful that it's now 389 right I, okay i guess i'll take a sort of a victory but it's doubled right since the pedo got in yeah it, it's 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 not a victory it, it it has to be seen that way there has it, there has to be a more rational conversation around that. Okay, it's down. Yes, it's down. But do you prefer 186 or 386? Right. Your answer is 186 every time. So, so it. But but that's the problem. Is people settle? They do that. And here's what's going to happen if if Trump ends up going even to to prison. Right. Let's say that that Chutkin and the left get their way, and he goes. And maybe it's that one. Maybe it's the other. The other. But I think if it's going to happen, it's probably going to be that one. There's going to be a lot of people, not maybe not a ton, but there's going to be a sizable portion of the population that's like, well, you know, I don't know all the details, but I keep hearing he's done a lot of bad stuff, so maybe it's for the best. Let's just move on and not see how bad this is for the country and what a huge monumental moment it would be in the crushing and the destruction of our constitutional republic if it actually happens. But there, don't you think? I mean, don't you think people be like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. It seems like there's 91 charges. Like it seems like it probably is, is okay. And let's just move on. And I'm going to vote for Nikki Haley. Right. There's there's a lot of people who will just fall in that camp. Oh, for sure. There are a ton of people that fall into that camp. And one another thing that I hear a lot from friends of mine, colleagues, family members, is they always go back to, well, Trump is guilty of something. <laughs> he just hasn't been caught. Just think about what you're saying. If you're talking about a case that's going on and, and all these charges being bullshit, and then your response is he's guilty of something. So what you're telling me is everybody walking around the planet or around the United States who you don't like, it, put them on trial. For, I know that they've done something. Put them on trial and, and we'll find a way to convict them. We'll, we'll find the crime. Just... We'll, the very Soviet, you know, was it uh, show me the man and I'll show you the crime? That's what's happening here. Yeah. And people can't understand that because they default to, well, you know, he was a ruthless businessman and, and I'm sure that he did a lot of shady things, but he didn't get caught. So they want him to get caught for this. They, 
they're like, well, it'll be justice. But they can, you can never pin them down on what they think he did illegal. They say, I'm sure he did something wrong. Like this blanket statement that if you're charged with a crime that you didn't do and are found guilty, that that somehow justifies for these past actions that you're somehow guilty of that nobody can prove. Right. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, and again, you, you get into that and, and no one looks ahead. Everyone everyone forgets in a Marxist revolution, if, if you become like we are becoming, as ridiculous and sad as it, as it is to say, becoming more of a communist country, everyone forgets we all get fucked in the end. <laughs> like that includes you. So you can say, well, I'm sure he's done something wrong. Yeah. And you know what? I'm sure you have too. And they will find it because you're not on their team. You're a useful idiot right now. And in the end, that's what you will be. And you are going to be like, shit, they were right. And now I'm in a train car going somewhere. Like it's, it, they just have no forethought whatsoever. They have no forethought of how bad this would be for the country in terms of what it's going to do for unrest. And, and Lord knows what happens if they actually go through with it. And they have no idea the 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 problems that that start or have already begun but that that foster and grow when you when you assume that it's not going to happen to you right. that person's wrong that town's wrong that that party's wrong that whatever no you can't play that game be please be smarter than that please realize what is going to happen in the end it never it never changes if they they're going through the same playbook now and it's been the same playbook through history and that ends poorly for you. Yeah. And all of us. Right. Well, de the Democrat philosophy is of how to govern and how to conduct your life on a daily basis is like a fat kid on Halloween that has all his candy and he just starts shoveling it in. He's grabbing Tootsie Rolls, Butterfingers with his fat little fingers and just shoving in his mouth and he's feeling good because he's having this nice chocolatey mouth party going on inside, inside and he can feel all the sugar coursing through his veins and it just feels so good and he keeps eating and eating because it feels so good but then he doesn't realize a half hour later he's got horrendous diarrhea and he's in the bathroom <laughs> shitting and barfing and just it binged too much on sugar and now it is, is paying the price for it that's what Democrats fail to realize. If they keep going down this route, uh, you know, of Trump being their candy and their sugar fix, that they really like it. There's going to come a point where they're going to be in that bathroom, barfing with explosive diarrhea. I have never <laughs> heard such a specific <laughs> comparative an analogy to to all of this, but uh, but that was a wonderful experience. And I, by the way, I do, despite talking about explosive diarrhea, I, I want a Butterfinger now. Oh, they're so good. I, I like, I, I like, the kids come home on Halloween, it's like, yep, you need to go check something in your room, and then I do some sorting, uh, some sorting, and some, some, it's just taxing, right? It's just taxing that happens. Okay, Disco's saying we gotta get a break in. So here's the deal, I know that there were, at least there were some hands up, um, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to get to your hands. We've got some more Trump stuff that we're getting to. We have a ton to still get to. Stay with us. We'll be right back and, and, and uh, continue this conversation.
Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
And that's how Mike Pence got pink-eyed. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. All right, thank you, my friend. Tom Cunningham, everybody. Let's give him one more round of applause. Coming up next, we've got... We've got Disco. Welcome to the stage. Good evening, everybody. Let me... You gotta catch the subtle, I hope your house burns down in the background. <laughs> That's the best line. <laughs> so random, it just happened. Uh, Gen X has her hand up, we're back. If Gen X still has something to say, Jen, we'd love to hear it. I sure do. You know, when I'm talking with uh, people who have this negative opinion of Trump, they so often start their thought process with, I feel. And I always ask them, like, have you been through counseling? And, you know, my age, a lot of us have. And uh, they're like, yeah. I go, so you were in a relationship with Trump? Because you should be saying, I think, instead of I feel. You're not in a relationship with them. Tell me how you think. And it's funny to see how they change their attitude after that, because now I've just insulted them that they actually have feelings for Trump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The ships go around in their heads, and they like kind of get this deer in the headlights for a minute. Right, but try it the next time. <laughs> I I will have to. No, it is. It's it, everything when it comes to Trump is so emotional. It's there's no, and, and that goes both ways too, right? We'll say some stuff. We're going to talk about COVID in a second here, as it pertains to Trump. There were some holes in Trump's COVID policies. And there's some people who will get super emotional if you say anything negative uh, the other way, too. But but I agree. It's mostly the other way. And it's it's folks who get so freaking just wrapped up in the storylines or what their colleagues say or their parents say or friends or whoever. And and they come at all of it from the, the wrong. No one remembers how good their bank account looked. Right. Or how secure our country was. How how good, for the most part, foreign policy was. That, no one for, remembers all those things because as all those positive things were happening, we were being told how awful things were. It's like, yeah, but actually, I know I don't see that. Things are pretty damn good right now. Everything's going in the right direction. Gas is cheap. My bank account's full. No one's telling me I can't eat steak. Right. Like <laughs> th things are good. The Abram Accords, those were pretty dope. Like there's there was just lots of good stuff going on, but they can't see that. And it, because because they've been told not to, so that that makes it really freaking tricky. And again, I think it I think it does play a little bit into our side as well too, because there's some folks who you can't say one negative thing about him without being shouted down. I've told I've said before in the show a lot. Like I'll, I'll I'll I call everyone out. I don't bend a knee to everyone. I I love this country, and if I'm bending a knee, it's to Christ. And that that that's it. Like just that's just where I stand. That doesn't mean I don't love Trump. I do love Trump. But I've had people who, I'm leaving the show, you said something negative. It's like, bro, you you seriously need some help. If if you think that anyone out there, yourself included, is perfect, uh, it's it's a crazy thing that's happened in our country the last seven years and how conversations have changed, relationship, whether, I mean, think about how many relationships have ended <laughs> over Trump and COVID. You pick those two things. 
a lot of freaking relationships have ended. It's wild. For sure. You know, when it comes to, you can like somebody and disagree on something they said. And I've had this experience firsthand with Donald Trump. I worked on The Apprentice, where I got to meet Donald Trump and work with him. And I worked on an amazing race. And for a few years, those two shows were always neck and neck to see who was going to win an Emmy. Trump would always come on and talk about the Emmys and talk about how rigged it is and how dumb the amazing race is because it's it's just a bunch of the people running around these silly backpacks through airports, <laughs> you know? But he's a very competitive guy, so he's going to badmouth the show that I mainly worked on and champion his show like anybody would. A lot of people are so thin-skinned nowadays that they can't see that He's sticking up for his show and what he believes in in trying to get an Emmy or or curry favor with the voters. It's nothing personal. Yeah. And it's the same thing when when you point out something that you think that was a Trump misstep. It doesn't mean you hate the guy. You're acknowledging the fact that nobody's perfect. And even though he made a misstep there, he made 15 other steps that I totally agree with. Right. Both things can be true. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that, but but that's that's part of the shift that's happened culturally, where multiple things can't be true apparently anymore. It has to. You've got to be all in. Democrats are. You've got to be all in. Hundred percent compliance or bust. If you don't, we're putting you on a list and we're calling you domestic terrorists. Our side's kind of gotten the same way with that. Like you can't criticize this person or the other person, or or for like let's take even the 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 um the establishment types the rhinos which i don't think there's probably many here uh and and we're grateful for that but they you support trump it's oh well you're not a real conservative then like everyone has these like lines and stuff where it has to you have to fit perfectly in our bin which no one's ever gonna do have you looked around dear god it's not happening it's not happening but but yeah, no, I mean, it's, that, that is the thing. We, I, I, I pick on them all the time. I pick on everybody. I, I'm no longer registered with any party. We just straight up pick on everybody. I think he's the greatest president we've ever had. I think he's going to win the nomination. I don't know if he's going to win the general. I have no idea. I have a lot of concerns about it. But, but I like the guy. But I'm going to pick on the guy. And I'm going to pick on his friends. And I'm going to pick on you. And guess what? I pick on me as, as much as anyone. I'm a freaking disaster. But Drew picks on all of us at the studio. I'm in counseling right now. It's right. Such a toxic work environment. Our HR department has grown exponentially. It really You're has. You're the HR department. I know. Well, but I see multiple therapists for my old job. So, I, you know, maybe I can just kind of be your therapist and it just it just works. It's like. My therapist is channeled through me into you. I'm going to be in you. So nice. That, See, that's another HR thing. We'll talk about that. You know what? Why don't we just act like guys and bottle up our emotions and drink on top of our emotions? That, you know, that? funny. That's what I was telling the shrink the other day I do. Like, look, here's my game plan. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if it's medically sound, but this is how I approach things. Um, but let's, let's talk about COVID for a second here. Disclaimer. Caveat. We like Trump. We like Trump. But COVID wasn't, wasn't great. And he said something on, on Glenn Beck yesterday, the same thing that we talked about. So totally on his side, he's getting bamboozled, ramrodded, whatever term we want to use with these cases. They're absolute bullshit. If it goes through, it could be the end of our freaking country as we know it. But 
He talked about COVID yesterday. Here's what he had to say on that, and then we're going to talk about it. This country was coming together. Then we got hit with COVID. We did a great job with COVID. It has never been acknowledged, but it will be in history. We did a great job with the ventilators and all the things we did. Because nobody knew what it was. Nobody had any clue as to what mm-hmm. it was. And we did a great job. Okay. So the ventilators, I ventilators killed a lot of people, too. Once, once you got on a ventilator, you were kind of done. That was kind of the way that it went, unfortunately, for a lot of people. You probably know someone who falls in that category, so I don't want to joke about it too much. Um, certainly Cuomo put a lot of people on ventilators. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, he had the highest death count, for sure, I think. But, but you, you, a lot of people aren't, aren't I think, as critical of, of the COVID. And, and in fairness, too, to Trump, no one knew what it hit us. We've not to to our well, that's not true. I was going to say we've not had a fabricated pandemic uh, <laughs> that we were aware of to date, and most people weren't aware of. But we have. But <clears throat> but this one was big. This was epic, right? There was more overreach with this. There was a lot of uncertainty. There was people wiping down groceries. There's people wearing multiple masks. There's people wearing bubbles for Pete's sakes. Right. Like. People made so much fucking money on these weird fringe products during COVID. It's insane. We did the wrong thing. We got into conservative media instead where there's no money. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> we should have just been making those circles that go on the ground six feet for, for spacing. Anyways, no one knew what was happening. And a lot of us, too, at the beginning uh, 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 had different views on on where we were at the end, right? You know, the the two weeks... I admittedly, when I was there, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I have no clue. Maybe this, maybe two weeks makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. As soon as two weeks were up, then it was like, okay, now we've been, we just have been bent over a table. This doesn't feel good. And I think that we're going a really bad direction fast. But, but everyone had a different view. There's a lot of concern there. But the policies then thereafter, they weren't, they really weren't sound, right? I mean, keeping certain people in place. The, the vax certainly <laughs> killed a lot of people. I mean, there, there's issues with it. I, I don't think they're all his fault, but I also wouldn't brag about it. I, I, I wouldn't necessarily brag about it. No, I, oh, just it's. You put eye. buffalo sauce in your eye. Yeah, there you go. That's a hot sauce. <laughs> I too. feel alive. I was choking now. the last. The last. We just ate more of those wings on the break too. By the way, so if we have a coughing fit or look like we're crying, <laughs> we might be. For a lot of people. Now that I look back on it, and for a lot of people, when they saw the images coming out of China of people supposedly dropping over dead on the street and these people in these white suits and masks coming and scooping them up or or nailing people into their apartments, it made it seem like it was this pretty horrendous disease. But in retrospect, what we all fell for was communist propaganda. All those films of people falling over... I highly doubt that actually happened. I believe that it was a PSYOP it, uh, orchestrated by the Chinese. I also think that the virus got out of the lab and China was like, you know what? Not only is this our problem, but we're going to make it a problem around the world and set their own people who are, by default, bioweapons all over the world to infect the world. That's my... I guess you could call it conspiracy theory, but to me, it makes the most sense of how you get this thing to spread. And also China not wanting just to have it contained to China, but have the rest of the world feel the effect of it. Because they knew that 
they knew the lethality of it. And for them in China, it was more of a power play, which it became in the U.S. Everything that Fauci recommended that we follow, he took from the Chinese. So that should yeah. just that should tell you right away where all of these deep state bureaucrats were coming from. They saw a good thing happening, and for you know that that sawed off little dwarf's ego in thinking he was de facto president at the time of during a during a pandemic of course he's going to exert as much power as he as he could for, i mean for crying out loud you had people with prayer candles that had fauci on it. It, it for a lot of people fauci became a deity for them somebody that they could worship in government that wasn't trump and you know trump being satan and all of a sudden oh fauci what what say you now fauci we love you wear two masks all right now let's talk about fecal sheddings in the pool we're gonna have you stay away from pools <laughs> fecal sheddings were my favorite i know you, i feel like you work it in a lot now i well speaking of that i was well you were talking about that you're talking about how people went all in and 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 caved and and bought into all of this we're buying into people dropping dead all of that bro i mean we literally there in china do you remember when they had the rectal swabs going on at the airport yeah now we that, had people so scared that they were like all right put something in my butt let's yeah. just make sure <laughs> i mean that's 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 how bad this thing got yeah in terms of messaging and fear not not actual actual concern but there, all that to say, there were some holes there. There was there was that just that moment in the interview that popped up. We're like, I don't know. I don't know that I would boast about ventilators, boast about some of the other stuff. Their response in terms of getting people together, yes, I think that was great. Getting some of these big companies together. But again, those big companies like money. And this was a huge opportunity for money. And many would argue they had this planned and knew it was coming. So they were able to execute all this stuff, which is, which is a different discussion. We won't go into that today. But... Well, the thing with, with the uh, Operation Warp Speed that I think was a misstep and I truly don't like is the indemnity clause that was put in the contract for Big Pharma, where they weren't going to be—they they were indemnified of any uh, harmful effects from the vaccine, which once I saw that in play, I was like, I, I don't— think i'm going to take this thing not not if all if big farmer has been indemnified by our government something doesn't seem right yes no 100 <laughs> now one good thing he did do during covid was pull us out of the who which of course we're back in now and yeah. we're considering just giving all of our sovereignty away to them <laughs> yeah. but so how how fast things have fallen but that was that was a great move but let's let's go to thomas thomas is here good to see you brother uh who's got his hand up Hey, good to see you guys. Uh, great discussions going on today. So, you know, I, I, I spent 20 years in the medical field. I, I worked as a hospital corpsman in the Navy. We're the battlefield medics for, you know, uh, the Marine Corps for deployable forces worldwide. I understood what the use of masking was for. And it was, it, it was disheartening because you can show study after study and even including giving people the information from the CDC's website about the lack of protection that these masks actually provide. And I go into the N95s 
because they specifically state that in order to fight a respiratory infection, it's not just a masking technique because they're not alone a PPE deterrent nest. It's you have to do additional steps. You know, we're talking about um, individual breathers such as O2 tanks that are connected to your, um, you know, uh, real protection measures from these issues. So it's disheartening because we've seen from the past that, you know, they're pushing this agenda is freezing people and they have their their gut instinct responses is to no masking is the what what we need to do but yet you give them the science behind masking the actual true science and because they push this agenda on us people are afraid to actually understand that science so i'm I'm thrilled to see that there's so many people that are standing up to this that are saying, no, not this time, not this time. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no, thank you. And and again, as always, thanks for all that you've done. Uh, just it, it, it doesn't skip past us here. It's important to us here on, on this is my show and, and uh, appreciate the feedback too on the medical aspect of it. And, and what was frustrating too about it, Thomas is not only is everything you just said true, about the masks and and not just the regular paper ones or cloth masks that we were all told to wear at first and then it switched to N95 but then there's all those concerns even with N95 but when you bring up those concerns that are stated on the box or on medical documentation about it you, uh, the, uh, the amount of videos that were taken down from YouTube and stuff like that's like guys I'm just reading the fucking box. It's right what here. What are you, a doctor? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I'm not. I'm reading the, the box. Oh, yeah? Where'd you get your medical degree, Drew? <laughs> and, that, and that's the conversation <laughs> yeah. that happened. And then a platform says, we don't like you uh, or your views of America. It's really not about the mask. So we're just going to go ahead and take you take you off of here. But that was crazy. But what's even more crazy is, is you're right. There's a lot more people standing up. But I know we referenced it earlier in the week when we were in Milwaukee last week for the debate. You're in a blue town, and you start to see a lot more people masking up, not at the at the debate itself where we were, but around town, restaurants, shops, and whatnot. And they go back to the original paper and cloth masks that since even the media and other people have come the out and New been York like, they Times. don't do them. Yes, they, they've come out and said they do nothing, but they're like, oh, we need to listen to daddy government again because daddy says mask up, so I'm going to put this one on, which we've now been told does nothing but they but you can tell you can see it in their eyes right you can't see much of their face because they're idiots covering their face but you can see it in their eyes they're like you're scum because you're not wearing a mask and it's like you're dumb because you're just wearing a face diaper like like i i'm the enlightened one yeah exactly and it just it goes to show though it goes to show how little we have in common with the other side there's just such a big c in between us and, you know, outside of a divine intervention, which is certainly possible, and I would pray comes, I would pray that Christ just comes back and we just end this thing and move on. Like, let's let, <laughs> let's end the whole earth experiment. But but beyond that, like, I mean, I, that's that's the divide. We can't we can't have an argument or discussion about uh, covid or masks. We can't talk about what women are. We can't talk about pornography for children. We can't talk about, there's so many things that are just off limits. It's like, okay, well then I don't like you. I don't like you. And that's where we're going to end this. Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. 
Every time I see a person in a mask, I think, hey, there goes somebody who likes to show children dick pics. That's what I think, because those are the same people who have no problem whatsoever having a graphic novel about oral and anal sex in an elementary school library. That's yeah. that's what I think. I'm like, okay, you like to show kids dick pics whenever I see someone wearing a mask. Yeah. No, 100%. And, and I don't even like talking about that topic because, this, I mean, literally some of the images that we've shown on this this program— make me blush like there is some stuff that's like oh that's just no no and i've got kids who are that age that you people not you people here but those people want to show it to it's it's insane freaking insane um <clears throat> let's uh shell do we have anyone else or should we move on to this next piece here uh, so far, everybody's pretty settled in listening to the show, so I guess we'll go to the next piece. Let's drive ahead. Let's drive ahead. You guys raise your hand if you have something you want to chime in with. But we got to talk about this because you've got uh, – Disco, do we have the Tucker clip on there? Yeah, we've got the – we've got something else on Trump, obviously. Tucker was talking – I think it was with Adam Kroll, who's been on the show a couple times. Um, and he's he's – talking about how he says that he believes the other side is going to kill Trump. Let's let's listen and then discuss. What do you think the future holds? Is it... I don't know. I mean, are they going to let Trump be president? No, of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him. They called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They... fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times, and every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment, now you go to indictment, and none of them work, what's next? I mean, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that. But I don't, I don't know how you can reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided, permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them they just can't have him. I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like, it, I, it's, it's really, it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And I'm not, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know? So, like, I don't know. I've never been this worried about anything as I am about where this is going. So, collision. There's a collision. Obviously, the the big buzz conversation from that and statement is that an assassination is is the only next logical step if you're the the crazy maniacal left i don't know if that's true if it's not true i i i i know that they would be a-okay with that because again you look at how they they look at people and don't care about people they don't care about the people in maui suffering and who are in and who have perished they don't care about the people 
experiencing stuff on the Gulf Coast of Florida today. They care about themselves, and they definitely don't care about Trump or or Trump supporters. I mean, you listen to what they've said about Trump supporters, but whether that happens or not, I the one the the thing that I can guarantee for sure and agree upon with with Tucker there is the collision. There is a collision coming. That collision could purely be a prison sentence. It could be it could be God forbid an assassination. God forbid either of those. It could it could be something in between. I don't know what in between is, but I do I do think a collision is coming. It has to. You cannot let nothing happen if you're the left, or your all of your plans go out 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 the window. Yeah, if you're a part of the intel community, you've been embarrassed for the last eight years by Trump because every time you zig, he zags. Every time that you set him up for something, he doesn't quite, he doesn't fall for it. He keeps, it it, it goes back to Wiley Coyote, the Democrats in the deep state being Wiley Coyote trying to get the roadrunner and just fucking themselves at every turn is what we've seen. They're embarrassed. The FBI is embarrassed. And so instead of just sort of dialing it back a little, they... They've gone full crazy mode to try and get him and restore their credibility. Because right now, the FBI is a joke. It's an eye roll and a laugh. And a lot of concern when you bring up the FBI, it's like, oh, oh, the FBI is involved. Okay, well, who are they framing now? That, <laughs> right. That's what that's what everybody thinks when they think of the FBI. Yeah. Which is sad because they've become uh, the political hit squad for the Democrat Party, the enforcement arm of the Democrat Party. They do it in a way where it's the lawfare that happens, and then down on the street, your brown shirts, you have Antifa and BLM to terrorize the average citizen. What I'm struck by what Tucker said is a, this current book that I'm reading, uh, JFK and was it JFK and the Unspeakable. And it's talking about the JFK assassination and the the CIA's role in it, along with the FBI. And man, it's just laying it out from Dulles to everybody else, especially the um, the CIA office in Miami because they were pissed about the Bay of Pigs, and they're just within the intel community. They were plotting what they were going to do to JFK because they hated him that much because he wouldn't play ball with them. Yeah. And that's what cost him his life in the end, was not playing ball with the deep state. And I hope Tucker's wrong, but if history tells us anything, FBI doesn't like to be embarrassed. CIA always wants to get their way. And if you're an impediment to them, they're going to get you out of the way, whatever means necessary. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I mean, no one one has been an outsider and not gone along with things— as much as he has so it, it there there's a ton of logic behind what tucker's saying and i think we can all see it and we can we can all feel it it's it's there it's something that could happen because again you know they want it to happen they would feel zero remorse when it did happen but again i don't i don't know that it necessarily think it matters which of the two it is that well that would be obviously worse but but it, just putting him in prison for some crazy ass life plus sentence. He, he's an old guy. He, he would die in prison. I, I think it has the same effect as assassinating him. Yeah. To reason- a lesser degree, but you're uh, look, I was an athlete. It's all about being eligible. You're you're, if you're a Democrat, you're passing the tests. 
with with the prison sentence. You you're getting an A if if you get him assassinated, but you're but you're you're still winning if you do just the other. You're still playing on Saturday. Yeah, I'm struck by this yeah, with with the mugshot coming out and, and everything that's happening to Trump right now. I couldn't help but think when Osama bin Laden was t- taken out and was given a burial at sea. Of course, you know Obama said it, 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 we tr- uh, paid tremendous respect to the Muslim religion before we dumped them in the ocean through whatever ceremony that they were doing, and we didn't take a picture of it because we thought that would inflame a certain segment of the global population. Now, just think of all the measures that were taken not to photograph a dead Osama bin Laden just because you, you the Obama administration didn't want to offend anybody. And then juxtapose that with what Fannie Willis is doing. Ah, I got to get that picture out. I got it, it's I got to make him suffer, make his his followers suffer, his supporters suffer. I just need to humiliate all of them. It's just it, it's that that should tell you the mentality of the Democrat mind when it comes to something that they want and believe humiliation, imprisonment. They're they're as bloodthirsty as any Dick Cheney or George Bush or John Bolton. They will go for that jugular vein every single time, and that's what we're seeing on display now. Because the reverence that they carried themselves with disposing of bin Laden's body and the amount of care that went into it so they wouldn't inflame this delicate sensibilities of Muslims around the world. But this, are somebody who is a former president, fuck him and fuck his supporters. The, the picture's going to be released. This is now humiliation and a struggle session yeah. to deal with it. No, I, you're right, and the the difference is 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 very stark. We were we we still are now. They're so vindictive and hateful as it as it as it stands with Trump and Trump supporters, and and I would say just Americans, people who are proud Americans in general and love this country. But we were so, particularly during that administration, during that that time with with UBL and and everything there, we were so ashamed of who we were as a country. That really started to happen. Everything changed operationally for us. I knew some, I knew some people there that like like that's everything changed under that administration in terms of how we did things. But let's take uh, Crazy Knight's got his hand up. Let's take a something from Crazy Knight. Yeah. So first of all, I don't think Trump's ever going to see a day in jail. Second of all, if he did get a prison sentence and he did end up in jail under this banana republic, he would then become a POW. And at that point in time, we'd find out where our military really stands. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a possibility. I hope you're right on the first for sure. And I think we are a banana republic now. Uh, but I, I hope you're right on, on, the, on the first point because it, it will be so bad. One, because it's bullshit. But two, because it will be so bad for our country. And again, I think every, everyone with a, a, even just marginally rational mind should see that of how bad it would be for our country. I, I don't know if I agree on the second point. I don't know your thoughts are, Tom. I, I, I feel like there would be people in the military for sure that, that stand up. There's people for sure now who obviously support Trump, support America, do not. The vast majority of the people 
who I worked with. If you're if you're operational, doing operational stuff, you're pro America conservative person. You've got the other folks who whatever that you know they they matter, and I'm not saying they don't matter, but like they 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 see the world a different way. But the vast majority of the of the door kickers and the pipe hitters in 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 our world and in our national security apparatus, they're on our side. Is that the inflection point? It could be. It's going to be. It, it will be an inflection point of some to some degree for our country for sure. Is it where you know you 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 really see the military stand up and do something, say something, or not do anything? I I don't know. Maybe I, it's an interesting point for sure, though. I don't know what your thought is, Tom. Right. I mean, the military that we have right now, based on Millie and Fat Boy. Lloyd Austin. Lloyd Austin. Yeah. What I, color lipstick do you think he's putting on right now? <laughs> he's going to go. I think he's since football season's around the corner. He's he more, doesn't watch football. He's more of an autumn to me. So okay. some kind of, you know, like fall burnt orange kind of lipstick, I would imagine. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. But getting to Crazy Knight's point about the military, what do you think? I, 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 I personally, the way that it's being run right now and in being able to like mobilize a unit or a battalion, I don't think it's possible. I could be wrong. I've yeah. been wrong in the past, but my gut feeling is I don't think the military would rise up like they're well, we we didn't do any Africa news today, but there's been another cool uh, coup in Gabon and the military has taken over the government there. We, we didn't do any African news today. <laughs> I want to now just because of that and because of how fun our Africa bump is. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I see it too, Crazy Night. And I know, uh, Shell saying you're a Marine. That's awesome. Thank you for your service. I, I think you and me and people like that think and know that in the end, it's at a certain point, and I don't know what that point is. And I honest, and I say that, and I honestly mean it because I don't know it for me. Because people always ask, "Well, what do we do? Should we fight? Should we do this?" Like, no, you don't want to like stop. Like, that's not. We're not there yet. And and I will come in when it's time, and 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 then it'll be fun, and we'll have a good time, and we'll go back to. <laughs> I was just telling my therapist the other day how much I miss it. But like you, I, eventually people will rise up. Is that the point? Or is it not? Is it the point where they go after firearms? If they, Because, again, I think, sadly, there's going to be a lot of people, not necessarily the military community, there's going to be a lot of people in this country who, if Trump goes to prison, and I hope he doesn't, that they'll be like, that sucks, but what are we doing for dinner tonight? Like, yeah. they, they will move on because there's just a lot of people in that space, and that sucks. It's freaking awful. It shouldn't be that way, but... They don't understand the gravity of the situation by putting a former president in prison. Yeah. What that carries, they're just like you said. It's like, oh, let's go to Outback. Yeah, you know, it's a shame that Trump's in prison, but I'm sure he's guilty of something. By the way, at Outback now, you can get if you're just concerned, like I want Alice Springs chicken or I want a steak. They have a plate where you can do both now. It's amazing. That's the only good thing left in America. Um, and Outback's <laughs> not even really that great. It's underrated, but it's not. But, but I, I think. I, I just think it's tough because a lot of people are in a tough point. You will see, you will see collectively where the military is, and there won't be much of anything done. But you'll you, individuals will will be getting closer to the point where you do that. But right now, no one wants to be the guy who gets arrested or court-martialed or or whatever whatever the 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 punishment is for stepping out and saying something. So no one wants to be that on their own. It, we're sadly going to get to the point where eventually shit just pops off 
And then it's going to be really clear what team you're on. And it's going to really suck for the other team because all the warfighters are on our team. But until you get to that point, I feel like people are scared collectively, individually, collectively to, to step up and do the right thing, which is which is kind of why I think that it's going to keep getting pushed off, which is in some respects a good thing because we don't want that here, right? Like we yeah. don't want to be – I don't want to be fighting on my homeland again, unless it's against someone who's invading us with – General Zoe's chicken and the hat that we saw on the dude Florida man earlier. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> anyways, we've got to take a break. Maybe we'll do the Africa thing afterwards. Tom, do you have enough on that? that we can talk about that sure. just so we can do the bump. We'll take a quick break. Stay here. Stay with us. Raise your hand if you've got something. We'll we'll do Africa on the other side. We've also got some stuff going on in Russia, Ukraine. We'll just make it an international third hour. That's what we're going to do. We'll be right back. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. 
The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, thanks Welcome back. Hour three. Here we go, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. Been great conversation with everyone all day long. We've been having a good time. We've got some international stuff to get to. We've got the post-show press conference to get to. All that's coming up. And before we get to that, please remember, folks, when you're drinking coffee, which you do each and every day, there's lots of health benefits to it. It's the lifeblood of champions, as Mike Dicka says, and kicking and screaming. Was that the name of that movie? I think it was. Um, but it's we all drink it, right? We all wake up. We have that cup of coffee. We ideally don't want to be talked to until we've had a cup of coffee. But when you're having that cup of coffee, you got to make sure it's the right cup of coffee, which is why we love having Thistle Creek Reserve, because it's awesome. It's awesome premium roast coffee sourced by missionaries around the globe. Amazing brews. You've got different stuff. It's all grown above 4,000 feet. There's no mold issues. There's no health issues. It's not overly acidic. It's actually not acidic at all. It's just good coffee, and they're good people. So we're really excited to be partnered with them. Go beyond the cup with Thistle Creek Reserve. You can go to thistlecreekreserve.com. You can save 10% with promo code Drew. By the way, don't just get coffee. Get some of their mugs. These mugs, I'm telling you, we have a ton of them in the studio. This one doesn't get drank out of because it's on the desk, but they are the most sturdy, like, awesome mugs ever. So check it out. Check it out. Get some against thistlecreekreserve.com. Use promo code Drew to save 10%. Okay, Disco, um, it's that time. We're going to Africa. I just love that bumper. I just love it. That's Africa great. news today. 
explosions, gunfire, beautiful scenery. That's what you get in Africa. And you also get this new story, which I'm going to toss to Tommy Boy here, who's going to take over. All right. Military officers in the oil-producing country of Gabon said that they have seized power on Wednesday. And they have placed President Ali Bongo under house arrest and naming a new leader after the Central African state's election body announced Bongo had won for a third term. So this coup took place because of voting irregularities. So this is going to be very interesting. The Bongo family, Ali Bongo, which I think is a tremendous name (laughs) for an African president. But the Bongo family has been in charge of Gabon for the last 50 years and have been placed there by the French. So what we're seeing right now happening in Niger, now Gabon, we saw it earlier in Burkina Faso, you have a lot of these countries that have French influence with by either putting a president there, the, a puppet president in that country, or putting French bases in there and manning those French bases. Now we're seeing these factions, the, these military, um, the militaries of these countries saying, we're done with France. We don't want anything to do with them. So they're coming in, seizing power, pulling the, these presidents who they believe are French puppets and, and will do whatever France tells them to do, which in a lot of cases, they're correct. Well, I would say in 99% of the cases, they're correct. But it's, it, to me, it, it's fascinating seeing this trend. And there's a couple things I want to know. Who are behind these coups? Well, I was just going to say, like, I don't know if we have that map anymore in the in the TriCaster disco. If we don't, that's fine. But, you know, Russia has come in and formed strategic alliances with governments and or militias throughout the continent. And I'll just describe it to you. But, you know, they had it chunked out into the different countries like you'd see, you know, states in 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 the United States map here. And then the ones that had new alliances or some sort of strategic alliance with Russia were in red. And damn near the whole continent was in red. I mean, <laughs> right. Putin is working overtime, overtime to do that. So I'm not suggesting that's what's going on in Gabon, but you've got <clears throat> you've got that happening everywhere. You've got Russian involvement in, in Niger. You, I mean, there's so I don't know. I don't, to me, it's obvious there's some foreign spy agency working with the militaries in these countries saying, you know what? We got your back. Kick France out. Right. You'll be fine. You maintain power, and now all you have to do is deal with us. Yeah. Let's push France aside. Which Gabon is another country that it's a huge oil producing country. Yeah. So you have to take that into consideration. At least I take it into consideration when what spy agency around the world would want something would want a Gabon on their side. To me, it's pretty obvious that it would be the Chinese. Because they're the largest consumer well, particularly, of fossil fuels. Yes, they are. And then particularly the moves that you see China, Russia, and, and BRICS writ large making in terms of kind of their strategic repositioning of things, oil deals being a big part of that, it does make sense. Then you see China and Russia's involvement in or on the African continent. And, and certainly we do this too. I mean, we go in and start coups all over the place. Can't confirm or deny whether I've been a part of them, but you, you, that happens. But we're most of the stuff that's happening in Africa right now is is we're on the we're more we're more heavily involved in the Horn of Africa, and then you've got some of these 
you know, kind of northern central countries like Niger and, and, and them that are going through this. Gabon's obviously further, a little bit further south on the on the west coast there. But you've got you've you've got more influence there from Russia and China. So I think strategically in terms of what they're doing, where more of their influence has been, it does make sense that it's them. But, you know, speculating, it just happened. And we just honestly, we just wanted to play the African news today bumper. Right. And but there's there's going to be a tectonic shift in that part of the continent if Nigeria falls. If Nigeria goes goes through a coup where their president is deposed and arrested, there Nigeria is like is the main backbone. Like if you were to have you know, take NATO, we've got the treaty with NATO, the United States being the strongest out of all the NATO allies. The Equus uh uh coalition Nigeria would beat the United States amongst the the coalition of countries in West Africa. Yeah. So if Ni Nigeria goes down, that that throws up that section of the continent into a crazy um, re, uh, redoing the order, the the power the the power, the power vacuum. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. totally yeah. you know it totally becomes different at that point. Yeah. Well, it's interesting stuff. Again, we maintain that we are covering. West Africa and coups <laughs> on the continent more than anyone out there today was a little bit uh, ad hoc, but but important nonetheless because there is there's a fundamental shift going on and it plays into a much bigger picture than just Africa because everyone no one ever cares about Africa except for Bill Gates because that's where he does human testing, but like no one really pays attention to it, but they should because of how mineral rich the continent is, whether it's oil or some of the different uh, minerals that are there. Uh, Lithium, you name it. There's tons of stuff there, which is why Russia and China are so, so heavily involved there. But you you see it as a part of this broader picture of the BRICS expansion that's happening, of of the U.S. dollar getting kicked to the curb on all these deals, to how how oil deals are being restructured across the planet, and it just makes sense. Like we're gonna go ahead and and stake claim to all of this. We're gonna put in people who will work with us. We're going to give them X for Y. And by the way, the United States is going to get screwed as a byproduct for this. So we're getting more resources. We're getting we're getting more control over a region. And the, the, the number one enemy for them, for Russia and China, who is us, who they desperately want to take out of that number one seat, which we're pretty much doing just for them, they, we take a hit, too. So it's a win-win-win across the board for, for the other side. So a big story. But let's talk about another one. Because last night, Ukraine sent waves of drones deep into Western Russia in nighttime attacks that lasted more than four hours and struck military assets in the country. The drones hit an airport near Russia's border with Estonia and Latvia, causing a huge fire and damaging four IL-76 military transport planes. At least six regions of Russia were targeted. These, these latest attacks appear to be the most extensive so far since the war began. And uh, the, the Kremlin, of course, Moscow, not happy about it, has, has repeatedly accused the Ukrainian military of cross-border incursions uh, on the, Bel the Belgorod region of Russia uh, and of launching drones toward Moscow, which they've done. We've shown countless clips now of them sending drones into Moscow, some of them even at the Kremlin, but certainly the more recent ones that just skyscrapers where certain wealthy people were living or just the, the populace was living. But all this to say... We kind of alluded to the war earlier and how this is this is a, a a tool that's in the bag of the left still 
and permanent Washington, not just not just the left, but kind of permanent Washington and the Uniparty, to still execute because it should be over by all accounts. I don't know June, July. When do we want to say that it was it, it was over? It was it was technically over then, but we're like, no, 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 no. Let's keep this going because nation building is kind of the way that we launder money these days. So we've got to have a forever war somehow. So we've kept it going and we've continued to push this forward. And as we push it forward, the natural thing, obviously, is all you do is open up the possibility of escalation, which, again, no one should want. Should be pretty obvious. World War III, not good. Possible nuclear warfare, I don't think likely, but possible, certainly more possible than it ever was before. If you're, if you're in this potential hot war, not good. So you just continue to have this stuff ratchet up. And... It just it it makes no sense unless you understand how permanent Washington works, unless you understand how the military industrial complex works and and what they're going for. But again, and and, and well, not again, but it, it seems clear more and more by the day that this is what's happening. We're inciting Russia and drawing them more into stuff. They're like, look, bro, we just wanted this. We got it. Maybe there's some other stuff to it. I don't want to oversimplify, but for the. For, for just keeping it simple, we wanted the Donbass. We wanted some of these eastern and, and southern Crimea, which they obviously got, but they want to hold. We want those areas, and then we're good. We're good. You guys go back to sending out mail-order brides. We're going to send them, too, because it's big in the region, and and we'll just move on from there. But we keep stoking the fire and saying, no. No, we need this to go on further. So keep pissing Russia off so they keep going back. And then we can call them the aggressor, even though it's obvious that we are helping the Ukrainians push further and lean further into this war and, and make it go further. So we need to have more people there. We need to have more money, more equipment. We need to stabilize that. You know what? Ukraine's been through hell because we keep this going. We need to stabilize the country. We need to have BlackRock come in. We need to have these people come in and help rebuild the whole thing. So you got to have that happening. But again, this thing has been over. I mean, if, if this was a real hot war zone, first of all, you see all the pictures and videos of the hot chicks roaming around in bikinis at pools <laughs> and the beaches. I haven't gotten an invite yet, and I'm a little pissed about it. You see that. You see the people wandering down the streets, and you see the comparison to our streets in America, and it's maddening. And then you see politicians go over. you got pussies like Lady Graham, Dick Blumenthal, Elizabeth 164th, you know, Cherokee Indian Warren goes over there. If this was a hot war zone and things were super desperate in Kiev, they wouldn't be going. They wouldn't be going. Every once in a while, you'll get a, a, a delegate or, or a president will surprise someone in a war zone. Yes, but not all these folks. Chris Christie went there for Pete's sakes. <laughs> it, it's just insane. It's insane. But the problem is, is... We're a part of this dangerous game that they're playing, and you have these drone attacks. Going back to the drone attacks, one of these goes super wrong, and any one of them could have. One goes wrong, and we find ourselves in the next stage of the war, and and that's not where we want to be. It's just not, and it it, it it's so enraged. And, and I feel, we have the same conversation about it all the time. There's been no off ramps to peace. We've not offered any off ramps to peace. That's true. That's why we're here. We're committed to doing this and escalating things for a myriad of reasons, political, financial, all of those things. Yes, those are true. 
Russia doesn't seem to have it. There's no there's no substance to Russia wants to invade the rest of Europe. They, you know, we kind of all know where we're there, where 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 things stand on this. But yet nothing changed. It just keeps going. It's like, no, you know, please don't. You, you, you did what? Why did you do that? We're sending how much more money there? You're only giving 700 to the people in Lahaina? Like, stop it. It just shows how broken things are. It's a, it's a really good example of how broken things are, and it's not getting any better. No, and you're going to see, you see neocons and you see progressives agreeing, and they're coming up with this narrative that Putin needs to be stopped right now because his next stop is going to be Poland. It's going to be another NATO country until all of Europe is taken over, and then we're going to have to fight him. I haven't seen anything that of Putin's actions that would lead me to believe that he's trying to build up the old Soviet Union again. But that's the constant refrain that we get, like I said, both from neocons and from progressives. When those two are on the same page, we're the, we're the ones who end up getting screwed yeah. because they agree on it. It's the same kind of fervor that they had when we were having the discussion about invading Iraq. They're like, Iraq possesses you know, weapons of mass destruction. We need to go in and get those. Both the both fact both of the factions, their war pigs were ready to go on each side. They were like, "Let's get to war. Let's get this going. Let's milk this baby because war is just money in our pockets. Good for business. Yeah, yeah. this is the same thing. When those two it, when those two sides get together and agree, especially when it's the same narrative that they're pushing that if we don't stop Putin now, we're it's going to be too late. We're going to have to fight him in a NATO country. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. No, it is. There's there's literally no sign. I, I, I believe that he would love to have the old Soviet Union back. Absolutely. What staunch Russian wouldn't? But but that's not what's happening. There's just nothing that indicates that it's it's categorically insane to suggest it at this point. And if and if that was the thing, if that was the case and he proved us all wrong and started bombing Poland and going into where, pick a country, you know, going after some some of the Nordic states who are joint like, OK, Dif different story. Maybe maybe we were wrong on this front. And that's, by the way, still awful. I, I hope we're not wrong. I don't think we are because then Article five for sure gets invoked. But uh, it, it just it, it, it would be happening. It would be happening. And by the way, anyone who's like, oh, the Ukrainians have fought so hard. That's just all propaganda bullshit. If 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 they were winning, we wouldn't be sending more and more stuff over there. Now, we still would to an extent because of of how the machine works and how it's a good way to launder money. War is the best way to do that. But if they wanted Kiev and the rest of Ukraine, Russia would have taken the rest of Ukraine. As Jules from Pulp Fiction once said, Zelensky would be as dead as fried chicken if that were the case. Yes. I, he, yes. Didn't, he didn't say exactly <laughs> Zelensky. That, yes. He said he'd be dead as fried chicken. Yeah. And that's true. If the intent was for Putin to take over and capture Ukraine and make it part of the Soviet Union, Zelensky would be dead. Yeah. That's all there is to it. And he would have been dead a long time ago. Yeah. Well, let's... I don't know which one I want to do first here, because we got two stories left before the post-show press conference. But... We did well. Let's do this. This this is more logical and and sequential. So let's talk Zelensky for a second because he was he was doing an interview, 
and I, I've, I've, well, I'll, I'll share my commentary for, for it after, after the video. But he's doing an interview, and he said, talking about how, yes, we'll do elections because there should be elections. And Zelensky's, Zelensky's a hot mess, and, and there's, there's a lot of things that need to be fixed there for sure. So he's being asked about elections. He'll like, well, I, he says, I will do elections if I get $5 billion additional dollars from the United States. The gall, but 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 I, I've got an explanation for that too. But take take a listen to the to the clip. Я і Лінці сформулював дуже швидко, і він був дуже задоволений. Якщо наші парламентарі готові, чому? Тому що нам потрібні тоді зміни до законодавства у виборчий кодекс. Якщо я сказав йому, ви готові мені дати 5 мільярдів. Тому що я не людина, яка займається бруківкою, і не зможу просто забрати з бюджету 5 мільярдів. Мені здається, саме така сума потрібна на проведення виборів в звичайний час. А у військовий я не знаю, що це за сума, тому я йому сказав, якщо Сполучені Штати Америки разом з Європою дадуть нам фінансову підтримку, вибачте, я нічого не прошу. Проводити вибори в кредит я не буду, забирати гроші від зброї і давати їх на вибори також не буду. І це передбачено законодавство. Є моменти за кордоном. Тут нам потрібно, щоб допомогла в більшості своїй Європі, тому що Україна сьогодні в більшості в Європейському Союзі, і там треба відкривати. У нас таких інфраструктурних спроможностей немає. Там треба відкривати відповідні можливості, щоб люди прийшли. Сім мільйонів повинні проголосувати. Для нас потрібен кожен голос. All right, so if you're in the space or you're listening in your car, you didn't get to see the subtitles, but the translation was, I'm a greedy douchebag, and you need to give me more money because now I've got an inflated ego and I'm, I'm dictating policy and dictating what's donated and what's not. Uh, he didn't exactly say that. What he said was, we're not doing an election unless you do that because the infrastructure's there and I'm not taking money that's coming from you away from weapons and national security type stuff for elections because I like, I like this power. But this happens all the time. And I, I've, had, I've had conversations with senior people in, in governments in the Middle East and South Asia who we've done this to. We prop them up. We put them there. Make no mistake about it. We put Zelensky there. He is our bitch. But then what happens is you have new people come in, new, new folks in D.C. too, who change their views. They're like, oh, this guy's great. He's working with us. He's doing whatever we say. He's our puppet. He shot a thing on the green screen today. That was great. He said this, he came and spoke to Congress, but then you go back and eventually you go back and you have a conversation and they start doing that. Here's all the reasons that I'm not listening to you. And like Zelensky was doing, they're slapping his fingers on this. I, and he starts acting like he's in charge of something. And it happens every freaking time we prop someone up overseas. And, and here's the way it ends too. It should end with a bullet in the back of their head. Like, okay, you've, you've no longer, you're no longer of use to us thank you for your service, goodbye. But what happens is we get all of our stuff shuffled up, screwed up. They continue to pack duffel bags full of cash, tell us how things go until the very end, eventually something changes. They walk off into the sunset richer than, I mean, just richer than you can imagine. And we're left putting the pieces together, trying to figure something out. Not, it's not to defend us because what we're doing in that country is stupid and I think misguided as it pertains to this particular war because of what could come from this war. But that's what we're seeing right here with this. You've been giving us money. 
U.S., you've been giving us, me, Zelensky, Ukraine money. I've been doing what you think, and now I'm going to start dictating to you how this goes. And we have people in D.C. and in the intelligence community who'll be like, well, Zelensky said he wants to do it this way. And I remember pulling my hair out overseas in other situations be like, who fucking cares what they think? They are our tool. They are our use, useful idiot. They do what we tell them to do. But people are like, nope, but he, it's his country, and he feels it's like it, but it's not his country. No. <laughs> right now, we're running the country, and he's just the guy we're using to run the country. So he does not really get a say in this. And by the way, this is a good fucking deal for him. He's going to walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars. He can get back into acting, dancing. He could start his own studio. But 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 that that's what you're seeing it in real time. I'm not going to do that, even though you might want it. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't want it. You ask whatever. I'm not doing it, though, unless you give me more money. And then and they they start to position themselves where they have the upper hand in, in these conversations. And somehow we as a government let it happen. Yeah, Zelensky's like that family member who you really don't like hanging out with, but you're forced to interact with them because they're family. So you invite everybody to dinner, and that person complains about the food, even though you're picking up the bill. That's what that's what, who Zelensky is. He is that family member that if you're paying, they're going to complain. Yeah. Period. That, that's what it, that's what he feels like to me. But let's also not forget that there was a Republican, I believe it was Joe Wilson, who introduced a bill to have a permanent Zelensky bust in the Capitol. <laughs> Dear <laughs> let's God. not forget that tidbit. Remember when that happened and the uproar that happened? It's like, why in the world are we going to put a Zelensky bust in the Capitol? But it goes back to the progressives and the neocons. They're both going to the same location. Right. The neocons just happen to be going the speed limit. Yeah. The progressives have to get there right now. But it's acts like that. When I see politicians doing that, I'm just like, I thought I was on the side that was less crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but evidently, you're both sides are fucking nuts. They're both awful. I hate them all. I hate them all. Well, let's <clears throat> let's take a really weird excuse me, really weird turn here. Um, because we were talking about, it, it kind of fits because we said Lady Graham, you know, Lady Graham, Lindsey Graham went over multiple times. He loves Zelensky. I think he's very attracted to Zelensky. I bet you anything, he, Lindsey, is smashing the military, the trans military spokesperson. From <laughs> Ukraine, that one, but yeah, probably so. Probably that would be so. a great love story. But, but speaking of Lindsey Graham and unusual rectal insertions, there's a new study that is out. Maybe you saw this. Maybe you didn't. And if you haven't and you don't want to, I'm sorry, we're still going to talk about it because it's just it's a real troubling trend in our country. But there's a new study out on rectal insertions, and it's not good if you like to partake in the, the dark arts. It's just this is a <laughs> this is a weird a weird story, and I can see that Disco has a photo up over there. Uh, we're going to walk through this. So well, let me start by asking a question. Tom, what was the last time that you inserted something into your rectum? Did I insert it myself? Yes. Well, let's do a two-part <laughs> question. Maybe a two-part question here. Yes. Did I insert it myself? I can't think of a time that, oh, no. I mean, I, I've inserted an enema before by myself. Hmm. 
You okay. like to have somebody else apply it. But. Okay. I'm just not an enemy guy <laughs> in general. But Okay. All right. <clears throat> I shouldn't have asked. Um, <laughs> nearly, according to the study, nearly 4,000 people are hospitalized with foreign objects in their rectum each year, according to a new study published last month in the American Journal of Emergency Medicine, with many of the stuck items being sexual objects that all of this is surprising, but that part's kind of not surprising if you think about it. But the study is the first nationally representative data on rectal foreign bodies in the U.S. Uh, which, <laughs> I, good, I think. I mean, I, that should be good, right? But they found, the study found 38,948, damn near 40,000 emergency department visits were based on some of these cases uh, and and had these symptoms, and it had to deal with that. Those numbers are for people who are older than 15, older than 15. So researchers scoured the National Electronic Inquiry uh, Injury, excuse me, surveillance system for inquiries involving the public region, pub, pubic region. I can't read pubic region. I just can't believe I'm reading any of this. If we're being honest, uh, or or lower trunk. So that's how it was. You know, if if you went in, you're you're labeled as your operation or your visit being pubic region or lower trunk section with here's the key part though with an accompanying diagnosis of foreign body puncture or laceration the average age of the patient visiting the emergency room was 43 years old nearly 78 percent of the patients were male 40 percent of these patients required hospitalization so they went that hard to the hoop that they had to stay overnight over half of the bodies foreign bodies were sexual objects which could be items, you can imagine what those are. Vibrators, beads, rubber fists, toilet brush, maybe a television remote. There's even a backgammon set, someone said. <laughs> We're just making that part up, I think. <laughs> but it turns out that balls, marbles, dominoes, licorice, Legos, baby shoes, as well as drugs were associated with a lower rate of hospitalization. So you put smaller things in, you don't have to stay overnight. That's the, that's the positive aspect of this story. But researchers also found in the... In Who puts a baby shoe in <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know the country that we live in anymore. Researchers also found an increase in hospital visits for rectal foreign items over the time span they studied, rising from 1.2 per 100,000 persons in 2012, 2012, excuse me, to 1.9 in 2021. In April, the visual journey of emergency surgery reported that a man had to be rushed in to the emergency surgery uh, after getting a can of deodorant stuck in his butt. So, so that happened. How dare him using a harmful aerosol? Does he know that we have a climate crisis? Right, seriously. <laughs> and then you try and hide it by shoving it in your butt. Like, what? This is just. What are you doing? But, but here's here's where it gets good, right? Here's the payoff in this story. So we've got a lot of issues in our country. If this if this story right here doesn't document that and further cement that that concept in your mind, I don't know what will. But you had uh, a French person, <laughs> a French person, a senior citizen, mind you. The average age of people who were admitting themselves in and being hospitalized were 43 years old. This was a French senior citizen who shocked, according to the article, shocked the ER when he showed up with a World War I <laughs> artillery shell lodged in his rectum. I mean, who... 
Who takes live ordinance and 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 shoves it into you? I, I, what? I've got a live grenade inside me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, it takes suicide bomber to a whole new level. But I, I, how how does that even come up? Like, how does this scenario play out? You're having some wicked, disturbing sexual encounter with another man. You're like, you know what sounds hot? <laughs> Why don't you take that mortar and slide it into me? Like, Monsieur Drew, may you pass the mortar <laughs> and put it in my rectum? <laughs> We've lost so many listeners and viewers with this story, no doubt. But, I, but, 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 I honestly, it's kind of an important cultural story when we have numbers jumping to that level of people who are showing up in the hospital, like, yeah, I've got a, got a can of deodorant or a mortar shell in my backside <laughs> got a license plate back there it's i think it's an ohio one i don't know can't see but it's in there <laughs> that's i had a little bit too much chablis and it sounded like a good idea at the time yes oh, silly me ridiculous ridiculous okay last thing we're gonna get into remember plain lady crazy plain lady Tiffany Gomez turned out to be Tiffany Gomez. Oh, yeah. That motherfucker's not real, right? Love that woman. So, she, well, a lot of people do now. A lot of people did then, and a lot of people do now, because either it's not the same woman or she's just kind of dolled herself up and, and somehow has gotten more attractive. But I'm in the camp of I don't think it's the same woman. I think it's a, a fake. Hey, possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. But let's take a look at this video because she was back at the airport. In kind of a similar top, mind you. Right. Back at the airport, and, and uh, I think it was TMZ. I don't know who, who caught the – I know TMZ showed it. I don't know who, who captured the footage, but here, here was the, the exchange. I got to ask you, how does it feel to be traveling again? Great. You know, in the airport again little, after what you went through? A little bit of anxiety, but right. it's been good. Are you doing anything differently, like you know, when you, when you're getting ready to travel, or when you're? Was there any any any, any new techniques you use? No. 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 But a lot of people are curious what exactly you saw, because because you know you you alluded to what you saw, but like we just want to know, like you know what what did you see? Um, I mean, thanks for asking that. Are you going to like you know have a full kind of interview somewhere or like what's going on? What's the deal? What's the, the plan on? The going. I feel like it's going to have to happen. Yeah. Um, so yes, there will be. There's some things in the works, mostly nonprofit charity stuff. Um, but we've really been. I've been trying to like lay low for the most part, but reporters wouldn't let that happen. So yeah. Well, I like I was somewhat strong armed and just speaking, and uh, now here we are. I do, I do want to know, like, I mean, you won't say to me what what you saw right now. Yeah. You can't even right. just got her too. Yeah, yeah. Well, but what about, like, what was the reason that you wanted to get off so bad? Um, again, can't speak on that right now, but um, I was distressed, and I was getting off the plane no matter what. I just probably didn't need to make the scene that I made. Right, right, right. But I was getting off that plane, for sure. Right, and you stand by that, like, 100%. even now. 100%. You know... Maybe, 
maybe the, she was sitting next to the French senior citizen who had rammed a mortar <laughs> shell in his ass. Yeah. And she was like, this isn't going to go well. Yeah, no way. I don't know. That person. But it sounds like, look, th- here, here's, here's the player. I, it's same person, different person. I don't know. She's she's even she's she's definitely an attractive person, more attractive than than the original scene. But you're traveling, you're more dolled up now. You've made your big social debut. Everyone knows who you are. It seems like a big social media play to me. And it seems like, are you going to talk about it? Yeah, we probably need to, but we can't hear. It's got to be a different way. It's going to come though, and maybe there is a charity involved. There's not charity, but I don't think this so is all either. Revolving around money, when she says I can't talk about it, absolutely, because her attorney's telling her. You've got a gold mine because everybody wants to know what you saw, what that person was doing. So let's hold out until we find out who the highest bidder is. Sit down with them and tell the story. That's your payoff. Yeah. No, I, I, I think so, too. I, I, I think it's the same chick. I think it's the same chick. I, I, I can see the argument that it's not, but I can also see I, I can kind of see it there. Um, but it's the eyeshadow. Maybe, but I, I mean, she's she's dolled herself up a lot more now. She can't. I mean, she was sultry and 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 pretty hot in that first video that she released, and and it was done on. Per, it's not to say that she is who she is, but it it was done. She was dolled up that way. It was shot the way that it was shot on purpose. But but I think at the end of the day, it is. It's all a money play. It's a it's an influencer play. You're gonna now now you've got this massive account. People listen to you. She's been posting some random stuff. No, I don't follow. I do. Um, but <laughs> but but that it just it just seems like that's that's what's going on. But I, we could keep talking about this. Gen X had her hand up. She's got the mic again. So let's go to Gen X. I was going to talk about the other subject about um, the butt stuff. The butt subjects, <laughs> yeah. Let's go back to it. The butt subjects. Yeah, so uh, did you guys ever listen to Boogie in Your Butt by Eddie Murphy? Because that was the song that was playing in my head the whole entire time you guys were doing that sex segment. And, uh, yeah, so it was all about putting a TV in your butt, put a little man in your butt. It's an excellent song, and maybe that's what everybody was listening to, and they were accidentally falling on things, and they were just going up their butts just by accident, because I hear that's what happens a lot, is people uh, fall on stuff, and it just accidentally goes up their butt. Yes. No, I. so I'm so glad you made that reference, and now I'm singing it in my head. Stick a tree in your butt. Yeah, it's but... That song is awesome, and I will randomly, we've got, you know, Sonos or whatever at the house, and I've got four kids, and I'm just not a great parent, apparently, because I'll just randomly crank that shit up. And my my kids know Boogie in Your Butt. Boogie in your butt. Like, like, no other kids from the current generations know that Eddie Murphy song. That song is is legendary. I love it. It, it, is, it is the perfect song for this story. And and they had to be someone had to be listening to something similar to that to be putting all of these objects in there. It's it's remarkable. I can't believe that we spent five to ten minutes listing out things that people were putting into their rectum. <laughs> it's it's pretty. It's a special world we live in now, isn't it? Just so great, so great. Hey, Doug, it's great to see you here. Thanks for coming. What do you have in your butt tonight? I've got a vented butt plug, so I can leave it in all day and also fart. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know why I try and go down certain paths sometimes. Um but that would be great actually if you could get like a glade something that goes in there. I mean that's a hot sweaty day in Florida. 
would be would be phenomenal. Um, okay, do we do we have anything else that we're get, we got? Uh, I see Jen, Jim. I think I think we're good on that front. If someone else is there, speak your piece and just just interrupt me. But um, man, it's been interesting. We've gotten into a lot of Trump stuff today. We got into some hurricane stuff. We got into Biden and his pseudonyms. We all decided. What was the name that we decided on? Uh, J.R. Beware. J.R. Beware. That was our favorite. That was his kind of 80s wrestling name. Uh, also, his name that he used to make tens of millions of dollars for his family. Um, so Good we old lunch bucket Joe. You yeah, know, he's just, just like you, man. He is. He's just a dude from Scranton. I wonder what Joe puts in his butt. Oh. I mean, because he's that's a kinky motherfucker right there. You know, he's put stuff in there. People who are joining right now are like, what are they talking about? It was a story, a real story that we talked about before. I'm glad you brought that up because I could see him taking one of his kids baby shoes and putting it up his butt. Mm. I think the kink is that strong with that man in such a weird kind of dark and sinister kind of a way where... He knows what he's doing is wrong, but he feels the need to keep doing it. Like the the uh, serial killer Albert Fish, who knew that he was doing something really bad. So to relieve the pain and tension that he was under, he would insert knitting needles into his pee hole, or he would take other like um, pin, other needles and stick them into his scrotum. And at the time that he was put to death, he was the oldest man ever to be executed in the United States. They found something like 43 pins and needles inside his bladder. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> I ha I didn't know about that guy. Albert Fish. I feel like yes. I know a whole lot uh, about him now. I feel like it's the time to transition to the, the Colin Sport <laughs> press conference here. Uh, because we've just we've we've explored colons a lot for the last 15 minutes. So uh, don't do that, guys. Don't put stuff in there. That that is our warning for the day. It might seem like a good idea, but don't put it in. Especially don't put a World War One era mortar shell in there. I that that was just amazing. At the same time, I'm kind of proud of the guy. I've got mixed emotions on it. I don't know how to feel. But I do know this. We do want you to sign up for Coin Club. Coin Club members get an extra episode on Friday, Friday mornings, 11 a.m. Eastern. We hang out. Commercial-free environment. Super fun, super chill, but we still get into a lot of stories, engage with you. That is on Red Voice Media and Red Voice Media alone. You go to DB Coin Club, which just redirects you there. That's where you sign up. That's where you watch. You get that show. You get entered into contests. You get access and opportunities to come and do, like, we're going to do the in-studio extravaganza here in just under a couple months where people are going to be in studio annual members get a challenge coin sent to them military first responders you get 30 percent off your membership so many reasons to do it we have a lot of fun that's probably the biggest one so come check it out uh we'd love for you to be a part of it it's dbcoinclub.com one more full episode tomorrow thursday we will be here as long as uh, it seems like we're going to be good now i mean we didn't lose power today so i assume we're good tomorrow uh, but we'll be here 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. We hope that you can come. We hope that you can stick around now for the post-show press conference sponsored by Colin Sport, which seems very apropos given what we've been talking about. Uh, and we hope that you'll come tomorrow. We also hope that you'll stick around for RVM Roundup, which is coming up next with Chad Caden. Have a great night. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. 
sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. All right. Well, you know, you you go into a Wednesday and you don't know what's coming sometimes, and then you end up talking about just a growing and festering problem of people going to the emergency room with all sorts of things shoved into their backside. Again, we're not talking about it because we find it interesting. It's it's disturbing. It's concerning. But it is a news story. It is something that's happening in our country and that's what we do. We talk about the news. So we talked about that. We talked about a lot of Trump stuff. It's tough. It's tough conversation, right? Because everyone has certain outcomes that they want. We should all want some pretty similar outcomes on this in terms of not wanting him to go to prison, all of that. Uh, and yet it's a tricky conversation because there's just a lot of people who don't get it. So we got into that. We got into the Biden stuff. Talked about plain lady Tiffany Gomez call me um i'm married i'm very happily married but um but you are intriguing so we got into a lot of that stuff but we're uh we're running a little short on time so let's take some some questions today and hey let's keep it a little civil today things got very out of hand yesterday good afternoon drew <laughs> myers dram Bowie, gold coast gazette hey myers uh, good afternoon to you drew i'm uh interested in the uh, topic that you brought up with people putting stuff in their bottoms. I thought you might be. Okay. It's kind of a, a, a strange phenomenon that's happening. And, you know, there's been times when myself and Myrtle get a little frisky and, and I'll put my boxers on backward and I'll lay face down on the bed. And no, you don't. Please, really, Myers, do you do that? Well, I, I, and I chew on a dirty sweat sock, and Myrtle dresses up like a bandit and calls herself the turd burglar, <laughs> and then she'll either mount me or she'll find some kind of a toy to be used. Oh, no, no. But, you know, the thing is with Myrtle and I is we've got five rules. Number one— be Mexican food free for at least 12 hours. That makes sense. I can get behind that one. Yeah. And number two, wash out, do a, make sure you do a good job scrubbing out and washing up your cinnamon ring so your partner doesn't get pink eye. Okay. All Once right. Myrtle got a horrible case of double pink eye, and we all learned a lesson from that. Can we just can we speed through the rules? Uh, three is probe, probe, curl. That's pretty self-explanatory. And number four, don't insert anything that has a vertebrae or scales. Okay, again, I this is not my world, but I feel like I can get behind that particular policy one and four i can or you know one and four i i feel like make a little bit of sense keep going and then finally number five don't be embarrassed because farting is just a byproduct of ass play okay all so right. my question to you drew is with all this butt stuff happening nowadays with the younger folk where do you think this is going to lead for our society and growing our population? 
Well, well, I think I think you know uh, population control and 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 changing the numbers and depopulating things is certainly something the left wants to do. And and maybe you could you could think that they're as sinister as to put all of that together. But but whether they're that clever or not, and they are clever on the other side. I think moreover, more importantly, what it means for our society is is just what a treacherous and evil path that we're on, and how far we have gone from who we used to be, how much we've abandoned God in this country. And and you do you get vi- not just from this story, which is obviously so over the top. But from so many things that are happening in our country today, you get a lot of Sodom and Gomorrah vibes in America and around the globe, for that matter. And, you know, newsflash, that's not how you want things to end. That's not how you, th- you want things to go. It didn't go well for them. I don't see it going well for us if we keep on this path. We've, we've, we've got to be better as people. We've got to lean back into God and, and stick to our core principles of who we are, what we are, and what, what this is all really about. I just don't know that we can get it get it back on track next question good afternoon drew can you hear me all right yeah i got you i well, got wasn't you. sure if this microphone was turned on uh glenn morangi long haul trucker tribune my question is in regards to uh joe biden all his aliases why in the hell would a sitting vice president feel the need to come up with fake names in official White House or, or vice president house uh, correspondence? It, I, it just Something about this just seems a little bit fishy to me. And do you think we'll ever get to the bottom of why Mr. Biden was doing this sort of thing? Well, to answer the second question first, no, I don't think we'll get to the bottom of it. I think, well, I think we've gotten to the bottom of a lot of it. We're just not going to get people to admit it and and actually share the truth and moreover have there be consequences so so that's that's that part of the question for the first part i think it's obvious and we talked about in the show look you've got a very you're the second most powerful person in the country if not the planet and you're using fake names You, you don't need to do that you can use power and influence with with if you're doing it on the up and up you're doing it right with your name with your title with all of that, and and if you're not doing it the right way, if you're going about it in a schemey kind of a deal, you're you're peddling influence, you're doing stuff clandestinely. You use pseudonyms, and you send fifty four hundred plus emails using pseudonyms. It's it's real sketchy. There's no there's no logical explanation for it whatsoever. Any official correspondence would have been in Joe's name as the vice president. Uh, period, end of story. There's not a whole lot more to this other than you've got a lot of questions to answer. The the problem is going back to the the latter part of your question is we're not going to get a lot of it, I fear, uh, just because of how corrupt this family is, how corrupt our system is, and how much the left and the media and everyone turns a blind eye to to all that's going on. So uh, it's it's depressing, it's sad, but it's also kind of just where we are. All right, do we have any more? All right. Appreciate you guys keeping it classy in here today. I appreciate it. Although, Myers, you, you, you've got some some work to do at home, you and Myrtle. Uh, but I appreciate you guys. We hope you have a good one. We'll look forward to seeing you guys t- tomorrow.
RVM Roundup with Chad Hayton. And uh, boy, this I hope it's a good one. Thanks for staying with us. You got me, Shell? I got you, Chad. I got you. Let's bring it. You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. That features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. 